smell what the rock is cooking. If you smell what the square is cooking. Okay, I guess you just told me what song I'm playing in the beginning. I don't know, I just... <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Welcome, everybody. It is I, your boy Trini Long. Trini Long. Hey, yo, come on, Trin. Like Teddy Long, Trini Long. I know, but I thought it was Trini Mac. Like, what's going on? Trini Mac and Trini Long are both kind of. Nah, but egregious. Trini Mac, nah, Trini Mac because you always be grumbling all the time. Oh, like Vince Mac, yeah. Vinny Mac, Trini. Okay, yeah, I, I like that. Come on, man. I said I like that. Let, no, I know you said it. Nah, I just, this is what happens. So you I misunderstood it because, you know, you remember when Teddy Long had Rodney Mac? No. Oh, you wasn't watching that. Wasn't but watching back in the day, Teddy Long had a black. They did a, 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 a white butler. Nah, it was a black dude. But. Oh, so yeah, it's me, your boy Trini Mac. Okay. Hey, it's your boy Julio Rivera, aka Razor Sasson. And uh, yeah, we are back with episode cinco of TJ Squared Circle. Uh huh. Um, this has been a journey. And it has. If you follow the other podcast. The TJ Square, the parent podcast. Listen, you know how we get down. We do that one roughly bi-weekly. <laughs> it's been tough keeping a schedule lately, but uh, we're doing this one weekly. Yeah. And uh, it's a different experience. <laughs> 100%. Uh, yeah. So, like, to, to go back to what we were talking about. So, Rodney Mack was, uh, I believe, Teddy Long's, like, he was managing him. Okay. At one point, I believe, you know, the the the... Listeners, you could correct me. I'm not sure if the name was Rodney Mack, but I'm pretty sure it was Rodney Mack. Mm. But at one point, Teddy Long did a white boy challenge. Yeah, what? I think you sent that in the, in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we just want to beat up a white boy. Yeah, it was like the white boy <laughs> Wednesday or some shit like that. Like, he said something. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You Wrestling know. is crazy. Uh, it's not like that no more, though. It's the sport of kings. All right, Moxley. A <laughs> sport of kings. No, please. but it was like... People said that before Moxley did, okay? I don't remember people saying that. Yeah, I've heard it. Really? Yes. All right, there we go. I've we, never heard said that. We what? Four seconds in. Four minutes. Four, all right, whatever. Four minutes in, you already trying to slander AEW. I wasn't. Nah, I heard it. Is that he says that a lot? Nah, I heard it. He, We're yeah, going to drink your blood. We're going <laughs> to bathe it. We're going to bathe in your children. Wait, that's not... Combat sport of kings. Because right. that... And then you got... Brian laughing in the corner. Because <laughs> he, he, it's so funny. He's like, Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. See, now I'm joining in. See, look at this. Look I told you because it's so look easy. To started. Started. I didn't start it. You, you started, started it. it. You started it. You started it. I didn't say nothing. You started it. Yeah, my wrestling is crazy. That you know is. what's funny? Like, all right. So it is, it is funny to me. So at one point in my life, right, mm -hmm. um, when I – so I lost Raw as a – um. When I got out of high school, um, I believe in like 2000 and I don't know when it happened exactly. It might have been like 2002. Raw went from USA to TNN. Mm. And then that essentially, you know, when it got off of USA Network for a little bit. I think so. Yeah. yeah I mean, you must have been watching at the time because that was, um, 
I believe at the time Heyman was on the announced team. It was right oh, after no, I stopped, yeah, I stopped watching that. Oh, you so you were still young. Yeah, no, but I stopped. I stopped after a while. When did you stop? I stopped. Uh, I would say like a little bit after. Damn, I think like a little bit after the invasion, like right when they did the invasion, maybe like in the middle, the or maybe in the in the middle of the invasion. I was just like, I'm out, like I'm done. Oh, so that's like early two thousand one. Yeah, I so was you out. you didn't see none of like American Badass or none of that. No, stuff? I did. I saw like the beginnings of American Badass, mm. and then like from time to time I would see it on TV, yeah. catch it here and there. But for the most part, I was like, Nah, I'm done. You know how it is. You know, you y'all still watching wrestling? Like, what you doing? So you know, I, I was see, like, that's nah. the thing. I had it different because, um, when I was. This is where our age difference shows. Uh, mm. When I was, I started high school '96, the fall of '96. That's when Batch at the Beach, NWO, all that shit started '96. Mm. So it wasn't like it was still cool. Yeah, like it wasn't like oh my god, you're watching wrestling because yeah, like we no. still kind of thought it was real to an extent back yeah. then. Because yeah. this is before Beyond the Mat came out. Mm -hmm. So I was watching it. I was actively watching the Monday Night Wars. Was so lit too. So I was actively watching. Um, so I used to watch the first hour of Raw because Raw would start before. Uh, no, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. Nitro would start at 8. Mm -hmm. So I would watch the first hour of Nitro mm -hmm. and then watch. You was hyped for the Nitro Girls? <laughs> yeah, the Nitro Girls was bad. Yeah. The, my favorite one, though, was um the one that ended up marrying DDP. I used to love her. Kimberly Page, mm -hmm. she was bad. So I would watch the first hour of Nitro uninterrupted. In the first hour of Raw, in the last hour of Nitro, I would be flipping back and forth. Mm. At some point, I think Nitro went to three hours. I can't remember for sure. And then I would watch the last hour of Raw interrupted because Nitro would be over. So that was my routine on Mondays. Like after football practice, I'd go home, mm -hmm. whatever, start watching wrestling or whatever. So I watched wrestling actively. I never actually, because um, SmackDown started towards the end of me being in high school. Yeah. And on Thursday, it was just, I never, like, I've never watched SmackDown. Like, I watch it sporadically now. That's funny. But, like, even back then, I just couldn't really watch it. That's funny, because SmackDown, SmackDown, when it came out, like, that was, like, a big, I used to no, watch it was SmackDown a, it was a huge all deal. the fucking time. SmackDown was a huge deal, but for me, Monday nights was, I didn't watch Thursday Night Thunder. Mm. That's when um, WCW decided to put their Thursday night show. Mm. Uh, I used to sometimes watch, because um, you know, when I was a kid, there wasn't that much wrestling on TV. Yeah. So Raw wasn't, like when I was real young, Raw wasn't a thing yet. We used to get superstars on Saturdays. Mm. And that was like at 11, 11 a.m. or something. It was around the time that Saturday cartoons was given. So you would watch superstars. Superstars would have the two squash matches and then a regular match. That's okay. how it always was. Enhancement talent. Okay. <laughs> um, and then... I would watch Saved by the Bell because it was like they would, they would be back. <laughs> when to I wake up in the morning, yeah. So it was like a, it was Channel Five used to play. Um, it's all right, superstars, and then Saturday nights, um, WCW Saturday night was at six p.m. Okay, so that's that was my introduction to like wrestling TV because Raw doesn't show up until '93, mm. and Nitro shows up, believe a little bit later. I think they they stay they both pop up around the same time Man, but like it was a little bit later i had one of my old best friends lived down the street 
Yeah. Biggest WCW fan ever. He he was probably like the first person I met that was like, oh, you just you only watch like the E. That's all you watch. Yeah. He watched ECW. Yeah, he loved ECW. He loved WCW. So whenever I would go to his crib, he would have like posters on his wall like Goldberg, DDP. You know, so it was. It's just funny hearing all of these the names of the shows because he used to talk about that shit constantly. Huh. And he even had like the little toys. His parents used to get him like the rings. Yeah, and he had like the WCW ring. He had a he had WWE ring. He had a fucking Hell in a Cell and all of that shit. His crib was huge. So I missed out on toy. So when I got into wrestling, like when I when as a kid, mm. um, I didn't when I was like, so I didn't I wasn't into wrestling in the eighties when I was like real real little. I wasn't into wrestling. I had friends that were like, I never had a wrestling buddy. The motherfuckers you wrestle in the bed. I never had one of those. Right? I always wanted the Ultimate Warrior one for some reason. But did you ever? I didn't have the action figures. Okay, you didn't have no action figures, but no. you were your friends. You wrestled, right? Um, In like late middle school. Okay. So my boy, um, we, we did this a couple times. We uh, He would put his mattress on the floor <laughs> and we would just... We would be doing moves and shit. So I would put him in like a figure. That's when I learned the figure four really hurts. Yeah. I let him tombstone pile drive me. Yeah. Like, because yeah. you're a kid, you're stupid. Yeah, you're resilient, <laughs> yo. You bounce back from that shit. Yeah, the figure four really hurts, though. Like, I remember like, I hated this one kid when I was in grammar school. And he let me put him in a figure four. And I saw that that was agonizing pain. I held it on. Of course you did. You held on a little too long? A little too long. That's fine. The ref up, counted past five. Damn, Trim. <laughs> Damn. You should have been disqualified. Yeah, I should have been. Um yeah, so no, yeah, so I didn't get to, I didn't get the toys. No, we used to wrestle here. I oh, used man. to we used to bring like cardboard boxes and pretend it was like tables. That's hilarious. And we like section off a corner and we would just be <laughs> wrestling and shit. See, I never had that experience because by the time so by the time I got into wrestling, I was probably 10 right mm. now that's still young or whatever but like i was like it was like wrestlemania 9 the one that they did in caesar's palace yeah that's when i vividly remember becoming a wrestling fan so prior to that i would not like you know when you were a kid and on a saturday night if you like maybe not so much you because you lived in a neighborhood full of kids and shit mm. so you would go outside and play with friends and shit when you were real little but not me like i lived in a desolate block in the <laughs> hood <laughs> so there wasn't no me outside Mm. At, at at outside at all oh, okay. in the weekend it was like i was home i was with it, it was with a family and that's it you know oh, what I mean? no, so i was outside so yeah i wasn't really outside like that because it wasn't really nothing for me to do like on a saturday so i'd just be home watching tv playing nintendo or some shit like that okay. right so then i started to out of boredom i started watching the wcw saturday night and superstars but i wasn't like a full-on wrestling fan mm. but then i started to really get into it um so WrestleMania 9 is the first one I remember that I was like OD hype for. Like, so then the video stores used to have all the um all the Col Coliseum videos. Yeah. So I used to rent them. So I was I went back and started watching all the 80s shit, rented all of it just to cuz I wasn't really I didn't know any of that shit cuz as a real little kid, I didn't like wrestlers. Yeah. Cause they were all like puffy and they were mad big and I was like, why would anybody want to be like that? Like it didn't make sense to me, so I didn't like it. And then I've realized that the, like, how do I explain this? I didn't get into wrestling to see crazy shit. Yeah. It eventually it turned into that. Like I would see it because I got into ECW when I discovered it one mm -hmm. night. 
But like I didn't get like a lot of people watch wrestling because they want to see crazy matches and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I got into wrestling because I love the the theater of wrestling is fire to me. The theatrics, yeah. Yeah, like I love good matches or whatever, but the theater the, of wrestling the is pageantry. When it's done, when it's done well, you yeah, you got to have all of it, bro. Yeah, man. Like when everything is firing on all cylinders, yeah. It's just it compelling TV, man. That's why I hate when people be like, "Oh, WWE is so bad, bro." And I'm like, "All right, but come on, bro. Like the biggest moments in wrestling all were attached to some type of dramatic event, right? Yeah. So like prior to the 80s, some of the biggest moments anybody remembers, Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant. Yeah. That match was ass. Mhm. Andre could barely fucking move. Yeah. Hogan barely got him up. That mm-hmm. match was ass, but the story of him doing it is what really moved it. Another one that people remember from the 80s, Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man, the superpowers break up, Miss Elizabeth. Miss Bro, Elizabeth, Miss yeah. Elizabeth having to choose if she wanted to be with Hogan or with Macho Man. Yep. Nigga, that's that's dra- like we that's Mad drama. That's Mad what we drama. got into, you know. Shit. You ready? you want to even talk about everybody always likes to praise the the attitude era. Oh, the attitude era. <laughs> attitude era has some of the the finest moments. <laughs> Like, uh, what is it? Um, Peaks and valleys, baby. Yeah. Like, whoa. Uh, fucking Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Oh, no. You talking about Ruthless Aggression era. Oh, well, no. Was that Ruthless Aggression era? What? When does Ruthless Aggression start? I think Ruthless Aggression starts with, with Cena. You think that's where it starts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Attitude Era, I guess you'll give it like 97 to about Cena. Yeah. I, I yeah. can go with that. I yeah. Go with so, that. you know, there's that. Then you got, what else? Fucking... Come on, um, Deborah. When when Vince made Deborah the Rock's manager, and then they had that whole little thing leading up to WrestleMania 17. Mm-hmm. Come on, like there's there's so many moments. Shit, I know there's one moment I don't think they even like talking about. But uh, Kenny Tri- Vick. Well, no, not that. Kenny Vick is crazy. <laughs> when when Triple H dressed up as Kane. I think that's Katie Vick. Is it when he when he pretended to have sex with a dead body? Yeah, that's He's Katie like, Vick. Oh, I screwed your brains out. Yo, I'll never forget when I was watching that shit in the yeah. living room. My pops just looked at me. Yeah. We both looked at each other like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why was, this is a thing. That was Katie Vick. They don't like to talk about that no more. That was crazy, bro. Yeah, those are crazy things. Like yeah. Triple H drugging Stephanie yeah, and then marrying got her. Married. Yeah, like so, like that's that's what really it's, drew me yeah, into wrestling. Like, show. like bro, like I honestly, there's two people that I could credit that made me like an OD wrestling fan mm. is Bret Hart. Okay, because I don't know what it was about that fucking dude, but the first time I saw him on TV, I was like, this guy's my idol. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> Bret to me was like, to this day, bro. Like I see Bret on TV and I just feel warm. I just want to see Bret happy. That's yeah, because he's cantankerous. But, but yo, think about it though. Yo, Bret has had a fucked up. Like, yeah, but Brett screwed Brett. Yeah, no, Brett did not screw Brett. Fuck Vince for that. Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> That's why I love that match. They finally got a payoff where he finally got to hook his ass off. So, Brett, I'd like to see Brett happy, right? So, Brett was my guy and um, and Razor Ramon. Hey, yo, Chico. Razor Ramon, I remember, bro. I vividly remember when he was first coming into the WWE. With the vignettes? With the vignettes. And I was like, what is this? Like, I was so excited, Who, who is this? That's, I mean, I even got the joke about it because that's also when I found out wrestling was not real. Yes. Because, you know, we find out Razor Ramon is Scott from Minnesota. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Right? I mean, all of that shit was real to me. Bro, I, I was like, wait, this nigga not Cuban? 
He from Minnesota? He white? Nah, bro. This isn't. Nah, that Jerry curl is real. Yeah, they know. ruined my dreams, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he never stopped being Razor Ramon either. Nah, God never. bless, bro. Sky Hall, man. Yeah, rest, rest in peace. peace. Um, so, yeah, those two guys I really credit for making me like, yo, I want to watch this, bro. And the thing about Brett was, Brett was like the perfect, like, good guy. Mm. Right? Brett was always that, like, like, so you were really young when this was going on. So you wasn't really cognizant of any of this. Yeah. So I was still young, but like not young like you because you was like a baby. Mm-hmm. But like, like when Brett popped up, bro, the black and pink, the fucking sunglasses, the, the fucking motorcycle jacket and shit. Like this nigga was just like this God to me, bro. The man. He was the man. And I loved watching his matches. Everything made sense. Mm-hmm. He didn't overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. And that was like to this day, he's he to me, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. I don't care who you call the goat, Brett's my favorite of all time. We can people can argue for days who the goat is. Look, you the goat is whoever you love the most. Mm-hmm. Like you can say the goat is whoever drew the most, but like you know, a lot of wrestling fans aren't gonna sit here and call Hogan the goat. Yeah, even though he's very like, look, forget his past. He's a racist and all that other shit. A lot of people, a lot of people bypass that. Yeah, you gotta like not look at that because we didn't know that in the eighties. The same way, the same way that people still listen to Chris Brown. Yes, it's the same thing. So, uh, oh, yo, speaking of which, rest in peace, Iron Sheik. Word. Yeah, Iron Sheik just passed. Oh, and to the Sheik. Yo, bubble. shout out. I met Iron Sheik at so WrestleMania twenty nine when they were here. Mm. So I went to both Manias that were here, right? Recent times. Um, I went to 29, and leading up to 29, I actually went to a couple indie wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to WrestlePro. That's what it's called now. It was called PWS at the time. Oh, shit. Um, at the, yo, I saw Adam Cole before. Baby. I saw Eddie Kingston back then. Oh, I saw um, <laughs> basically the whole AEW roster. That's kind of <laughs> lit. Uh, yo, I, yo, that ass broke. So when I used to go to these PWS shows, um, so they they would so like anybody who's been to a mania knows that mania takes over your whole town. Mm. But it's not just WWE. When mania's in town, all every the... wrestle like all like ROH always does a show mm-hmm. with mania. Um, all the little independents they take advantage of. It, it becomes like mania is essentially like is what it is. It's mania. It's WrestleMania. Yeah, it's mania. And, but it's not. It's much more than WWE because wrestle. It becomes. It's like wrestling New Year's. You know? Yes, yes. Mania is definitely wrestling New Year's. Even though in recent years, the the backlash Duh. annoys me because it's just mania remix. Yeah, but um. <laughs> it's the Jazzy Faye of WWE. <laughs> it's the Rhythms. Vinci, Vinci. <laughs> yeah, that's all. WrestleMania, Mizzle, Mizzle, Mizzle. That's all backlashes. I hate that it is that, but like. WrestleMania duets. It, it, what irks me is sometimes the backlash match is better. Sometimes, yeah. Shit, like this year, backlash was fire. Backlash um, was definitely fire. That was our first episode. Well, yeah, because it was Puerto Rico. Yeah, so. Um, so we went to this PWS show and that year Iron Sheik was there doing signing autographs that year also Brett was there so that year I met Brett Hart so you cried bro it was it was surreal right it was surreal because Brett is cantankerous now (laughs) yeah bro but it was still like meeting like I don't care how mean like he wasn't mean okay but you could tell like he was just you know he's like bro I'm Brett Hart and I'm sitting here signing autographs in a gym in, in Rawway, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the uh, the peaks and valleys of your life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he shouldn't have to do this shit. But, he like, shouldn't. yo, 
fans came dressed up as him. Of course. Bro, it was just so surreal. There's a picture of me, him, and my man, Murad. We took the picture with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, bro, I was like a kid, bro. I even got the picture. He autographed. Um, I got, I don't know what happened to it. It's in the house because the frame broke. It, he autographed the picture of him when, uh, remember the match? I think it was Mania. What Mania was that? Was it a Mania? I think it was his match with Austin. Mm-hmm. Where Austin passed out. Mm, mm. Uh, so you had him in the sharpshooter? You had him in the sharpshooter. Oh, with the... With the yeah, so I bought... The Crimson mm. Mask. I had bought the picture of him having Austin and in the sharpshooter. And you got that signed? And he signed it. That's dope. Yeah, so like That's I was... Dope. Bro, I was like a kid, bro. Meeting meeting Bret Hart was like a highlight of my life. But that also that same weekend, I met Aryan Sheik. That's fire. <laughs> um, so we met Aryan Sheik. Me and my man George took the picture with Aryan I posted it. Um, yeah, I saw that. Posted on my on my stories. It was a picture of me, George, and Aryan Sheik. Um, and even back then, I felt bad because mm. it felt like he was being exploited. A little like bit. Sheik, Sheik wasn't doing too well, man. He wasn't mm-hmm. doing too well. But shout out to Sheik's Twitter. If you go to Iron Sheik's Twitter <laughs> and look at like his last like few months of tweeting, bro, this nigga still hated Hulk Hogan, bro. Fuck Hogan, <laughs> you jabroni. He's like, happy Thanksgiving to everybody except for Hulk Hogan. That jabroni. <laughs> oh man, Sheik, Sheik had personality, man. Shout out to Iron Sheik, man. Um. Also, why we found out. He's one of like the reasons that you knew wrestling was racist, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Sheik was but that's a classic character, bro. Like like wrestling <laughs> wrestling in the eighties and nineties, it was two things, bro. You with either your character was an ethnicity, like specifically an ethnicity mm-hmm. or a job. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. yep. Repo man. Repo man. IRS. Val Venus was a porn star. Val was a porn star. There was Duke the Dumpster Drossy, the garbage man. There we go. Bro, oh, the man. junkyard dog. He was either an ethnicity or a fucking job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, other people, or even Undertaker for the most part, that was a job. That was a job, yeah. That's a job. <laughs> so, you know, Brett was a hitman. Mm-hmm. You know, a little shit like that. Okay, I'll take back everything I said earlier. Now they're saying hi to us. I don't don't look in here. Told you. We're recording in a car, by the way. Um, yes. we do, if you know the other podcasts, Again, you know we we, we we do this regularly. We, right? we frequently record in my car. It's like a studio on the road. We're yeah. uh, we're parked um in the Upper West Side in New York. Upper West Just, Side, the best side. No time uh, it is. You know, chilling. But um, oh yeah. By the way, if you listen to the last episode, you might hear us reacting to the things we see in the street. Because sometimes when you record in a car, people like to make listen, themselves be a known. Lot of, a lot of things happen when you record in the car. Yeah. We could turn the light off. Like we don't have to have the light on. I don't know why it was on. Yeah, it's like ambiance, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so like, uh, Mania weekend is just so crazy. So like, yeah. So Sheik, rest in peace to Sheik. I just wanted to it's get that. It's gonna be dope when we uh, when we pop up at Mania, bro. I would love it, bro. I would love to be on a, get a press pass, bro. Let you me know, do what fucking Rosenberg does. Just that cool ass, yo. Let me just walk <laughs> around talking to people. I actually met um that same event. I met Rosenberg. He's a That's dickhead. <laughs> I don't know why he was so rude. I was being nice, bro. Like, like he was just rude to everybody. Like, because mm. I, I guess he was feeling like he was. This is before he was like actually working with the E. Oh, he was just re- okay. And like you know, he what's dope about him is that he would bring that into the W the, uh, to Hot ninety seven. Like he would bring in the wrestlers and shit like that. So yeah. that was always dope. I met MVP that weekend. You mean Mr. Diaz? Yeah, Mr. Diaz. Uh, Mr. Diaz. MVP was pretty cool. He was cool to me. Yeah, it, those events were like indie wrestling shows in Jersey. That like it's like fan fest, bro. Like Man, they're, they're, I'm tight. I've never met no wrestlers, yo. Yo, you want to know the most? Like other than Brett, 
the most famous wrestler. Well, I, I got some stories, right? They're not crazy stories, but I've met. I met Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! And it wasn't at a wrestling event. Where was it at? At the gym. I met Ric Flair and Little Nate, the ref. That's funny. They're always together. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, so, yo, so I used to work out at Gold's Gym in Belleville. It's now called Signature Fitness. And the owner of Gold's Gym, I believe he was like a heavy lifter type stuff. So, like, even have you ever heard of Ronnie Coleman? Yes. I met him at the gym. So, like, he would bring these kind of people to the gym. Like, okay. he, he was like connected like that, right? Yo, sidebar, Ronnie Coleman's leg is the biggest leg I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like, I've never seen a leg that big. Like, this dude will work out in sweatpants, and his leg fits the, fills the whole sweatpant. Like, that's, I don't know how to explain it. No, it's, that's crazy. It's a big-ass leg. Oh, That's crazy. So, uh, one day, I think WWE was in town. I'm not sure if Raw was in town, mm. or it might have been SummerSlam 07 weekend. I don't know what event was going on that weekend, right? But it was something that was going on. It might have been Raw, because usually whenever... Like they were in town, the the wrestlers were work out there. I guess he would let them work out for free or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm walking into the gym, and at the front desk, it's it's fucking Just it's, Rick Flair? It's fucking Ric Flair and Little Nate. And I was like, bro, I had to introduce myself. I was like, yo, Mr. Flair, it's an honor to meet you. I'm a huge fan. And he was like, woo! <laughs> Did the helicopter? Hey, yo. <laughs> Nah, that was crazy, Trin. You didn't have to add that. that yeah, I knew crazy. what Tommy Dreamer was talking about years ago. Whoa! <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, nah, but it was cool. Like, I was like, oh, shit, that's Ric Flair. I was so in shock, bro. Like, I never, bro, like... like, how do you walk into a gym and just see Ric Flair and not react? Bro, that was crazy to me, right? So I met Ric Flair that same day. Uh, so I was working out, and there were other wrestlers there. I met Tajiri. Kyan Tai was there. That's dope, bro. Uh, both kind of time niggas was there. Tajiri was just doing stuff. There used to be this black chick in WWE. I don't remember. Remember Jacqueline? No, it wasn't Jacqueline. Um, there was this this tag team. I think it was like the Basham Brothers. Mm -hmm. It was two big ass white boys, and they were both ball headed. And their manager was this thick black woman. I do not remember her name. I wanted to call her Charmel, but I know that's 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 Booker T's wife. It wasn't yeah. Charmel, but whatever. She was in there. And she might have been on Tough Enough or whatever, but she ended up being a manager to these this tag team that really didn't go anywhere. Mm. Yo, she was thick as fuck. Bro, I'm in the gym like, dang, she is bad. I wish I could remember her name. Mm. Um, who else was there that night? So I had just missed Booker T. Oh. I missed Booker T. I knew Booker T was there because people would know when the wrestlers were there. So other wrestling fans that go to that gym, oh, of course. they would go in there with like their belts and shit to get them signed or something like that. Of so course. I know one dude that I would see all the time at the gym. He met Booker T and he got his like, he got the world championship belt signed and shit like that. But that, that used to be real dope. So every now and then they were there. Here's another wrestler that I met and this was random, bro. Random. Random. There was no wrestling in town. None. No wrestling in town. WWE was not in town that week. I think Raw was somewhere else. Hmm. No wrestling in town, no pay-per-view in town. So I wasn't expecting to see no wrestlers. I didn't even hear that there was wrestlers around. Mm. I'm working out, and um, I'm leaving the gym. I'm in the in the dressing room, and I'm with my workout partner, and I look up, and there's this, like, there's this dude that's about my height, maybe an inch taller, fucking jacked. Mm. And I was like, yo. 
I look at my workout dude. I was like, yo, this nigga look like Chris Benoit. Like he looks just like him. And the guy heard me, mm. and he and he was like, hey, it was fucking Chris Benoit. That's crazy. This is before, yes, clearly, because he didn't make it out of the situation. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't that much long. So you I, saw the rabid Wolverine. I, random, bro. There was no wrestling in time. He was just there. That's dope. And and That's it was dope. cool how, like, it was kind of cool how it went down because I was, like, because I was a huge fan. Yeah. Of, of, you know, because as a kid, as a kid, when, when I got into WCW, I really liked watching a few people. And one of the, my favorites was... I, I love Dean Malenko for mm -hmm. some reason. I always watched, I loved watching his matches. Benoit, I loved watching, and I loved watching Jericho, right? Mm -hmm. I liked Eddie and Juventud and all those people. Those three were like my guys, right? Yeah. So I was a huge fan because Benoit was basically a five foot nine, eight or 10 jacked Canadian dude that just was intensity. Yeah. This, this motherfucker was just like breeding intensity. I know you can't really talk good about him now because yeah. of what happened, mm -hmm. but at the time, I didn't, you know, we didn't know what the yeah, fuck nobody was going knew on. What was going on. Yeah. So it was just so random, bro. Like I'm looking at, and the fact that he was just like, he turned around and like, I think he was like missing teeth or missing a tooth or something like yeah, that. But it was just so, that was his thing. he had on Citrus Sevens. He was working on his Citrus Sevens. I think I had, it was around the time they had just came out. Damn, look so at that. He had Citrus Sevens. So he's working on the Jays, and he was just there. And I was just like, "Yo, I haven't met anybody, but like, I've, there's a few people that I think I would be like, <gasps> yeah." At the time, that's how I was. Like, yeah, no. Flair shocked me because I Bro, wasn't expecting to see it. Yeah, um, I knew wrestlers go there from time to so time. I, I never to, ran into them. If I was though. to walk into anywhere and just Ric Flair, like, yo, <laughs> fucking Ric Flair. Yeah. So Flair was crazy. Um, it's medium and random is so much doper than medium at a like, meet and greet. I feel like there's two wrestlers I probably like. I might cry. The Rock. The Rock is yeah. definitely one, yeah. and so is Stone Cold. Like if I meet either one of them, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be mad, cool, calm, composed. But afterwards, I'm going yeah. to the bathroom and I'm crying because I'm like, yo, I don't understand. Yeah. These both of these men are the reason why I used to get in trouble in school all the time, giving everybody attitude. I yo, I would like to meet um Stone Cold. I love Stone Cold, bro. He's like he, he you know, I love his persona now. Like his the podcast is kind of cool. Because he's just a he's just an old white southern dude now. Yeah, but it's like he's he's still Stone Cold. Yeah. He never stopped being Stone never, Cold. Ever. And it's a ever. good thing. Like he's got you know, his own fucking show where like he's doing random things. Yeah, like I I just he's he's they Stone got, Cold is oddly likable, even though he was a wife beater. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody they, talks about that. They brushed yeah. that one off. Yeah. He got, <laughs> he, got, he got that one off easy. Like, he's yo. so likable that you could get that off. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, actually, actually, I think I, I met DDP. That's dope. And I met him around the time that I was doing DDP yoga. Did you tell him the diamond upside down is a pussy? No. <laughs> Shout out to Ready to Rumble. I love that movie. Diamond upside down I met him at Comic Con, I believe, one year. That's kind of um Because I think he was there, and I had did I did DDP yoga for a while, and it jump started my um my fitness journey. Okay. At the time, and um speaking of which, I'm still paying for that shit. But I had to tell him I was like, bro, like you really helped change my life. And he was real, like, it, it, was, it was real dope. He was like, really, like, DDP is like a saint, bro. Yeah. Like, his, his, like, if, and I liked him back in WCW. Like, shout out to him. I don't, like, I love the RKO out of nowhere. That shit always hit because Randy is probably the, Randy Orton is probably the greatest wrestler of all time, technically. Mm. 
It's bro, like I know people love Brian and Omega and all that shit. I don't think there's no wrestler on the planet that does anything smoother. Bro, nobody Randy, bro. nobody delivers an RKO. Like nobody that. delivers an RKO. Everything he does is so smooth, bro. Like Orton's work is like immaculate, bro. Like I he still, doesn't overcomplicate shit. I still say he got the best um what is it? That the <laughs> That shit that he do when see he, him right now. When he rolls somebody off the rope, the fucking the snap suplex joint. Oh, the snap mare? No, not the snap mare. The, it's like a fuck. The snap body slam, like how quickly he does it. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Well, how the, smooth the, he the, the, the off the rope, off power the rebound. Yeah, yeah, like no, no, how no, smooth bro. he does that. Because Cody be trying it and it don't look as smooth. No, I'm like, yeah, nah. You gotta, you gotta hit a Randy because Randy, Randy got that shit down packed. Randy is so good, bro. Like, uh, I hope he gets to wrestle again and have a final run. That's and a I, fact. I heard his injury is this is back. It's pretty bad, and this he might back, not, yeah. he might not get a final run. But um, so um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> I went on a Randy Orton tangent. Yeah, you were talking about um people you meet. People you meet. Yeah. So I went to Fan Fest mm. for Mania um twenty nine. Met Paul Heyman. <laughs> I got a picture with Paul Heyman. We're gonna get Paul Heyman on the podcast. Um, oh, who else did I meet? I met Put uh, that out there. I, I, yeah, I would love to. That Paul Heyman is... I, I like Paul Heyman. And that's going to be just us letting him talk. Like, we're not even going to say anything. No, I would just let Paul Heyman talk. Well, you'll Paul for an hour. Just talk, bro. Wise you, man. Yes. Talk. <laughs> I, uh, I, I need you to talk to me like I'm the tribal chief. I actually met Haku. That's cool. Um, which is the father... Uh, well, the spiritual uncle of Tamatanga in them. Mm. Like, I met him at, at one of those indie events. Uh, I also met the barbarian... I met RVD. I got a picture with RVD. RVD's That's mad fire. cool. Of course he's a pothead. That's a fire picture. Me, my boy, and RVD. Because he let us hold the belts in it. It's just RVD is oh, one of... Oh, that's dope. I've met Cole Cabana twice. Okay. I've had, I actually got an autographed poster of Cole. This is, you know, before or whatever. No, I got a... Cole was a nice guy. I'm going to have to... Yeah, the indie shows, if you go to the right one and they have like the pre... The thing is that all the... I met Virgil. <laughs> Virgil be trying to get money from people, bro. He he just he does these things, and he's you know he he carries a fake million dollar belt. With him. That's hilarious. It has to be fake because the real ones at Titan Towers. There's no way he has the real one. Yeah, uh, that'd be crazy. He did like a little swap a room. Yeah, know. the the indie shows put me in the room with a lot of people that like like I admire, which was kind of cool. That's dope. And I got to see a lot of um, upcoming stars at the time. So That's like when fine. I was going to those, I haven't gone in years because. Those events, like, they're long sometimes. Yeah, you know what's funny? And they st uh, and they stink. Yeah, that's what I heard. You know yeah. what's funny? Uh, my boy Panama, I think his cousin is a wrestler. Oh, that's so, fine. So Panama would be going to, like, Philly to do, like, go to indie shows. I was like, bro, let me know. I want to um, go. My boy. If he needs a mouthpiece, what's up? I will talk for him. My boy Jose's cousin, Anthony, he was training at WrestlePro. That's dope. Oh, you want to know crazy, bro? Yeah, my sister knows a dude that's like he's training and he's a wrestler. I um I used to go to the gym. You ever heard of Fala? Yes. I, I know Fala. He used to go to my gym and he go. was he's from Belleville, New Jersey. Fala. Fala, he's um he's on Impact now, I believe. That's dope. Fala's not tall. He's just a big dude, right? He's he's the big ass Filipino dude, but yeah. he's not tall. He's like my height. Oh wow. Yeah, he looks much bigger on TV. <laughs> He's not tall. He's like my height. Okay. Um, I also know, so at one point, 
Um, so Jim Cornette used to manage the Heavenly Bodies. Mm-hmm. That tag team, they they handed over the reins to mm-hmm. an indie tag um, group. Yeah, and I know the guys who who are the new Heavenly Bodies. Um, mm-hmm. I met again, met them at the gym. Um, cool dudes, super cool dudes. Like like even to this day, like. Like, I used to see him at the events. I used to see him at the old gym. I don't really see him no more. But, like, when I used to go to Signature Store, they would they used to work out there, and I would have conversations with them. It was mm-hmm. super cool dudes. I, it, when Fala told me that he was um, – so I met the guy at the gym, and he was telling me that he was training for wrestling. It was a big dude or whatever, and he used to be working out. And sometimes when you get camaraderie to people on the same gym schedule as you, right? Yeah. So I got cool with him or whatever. He was telling me he's very a training for wrestling. He said he was gonna do this, this, and that. I was like, that's dope, bro. Like, oh, I hope you do make it. Yo, when I saw him pop up on Impact, I was like, that's dope, bro. Like, Impact ain't shit, but that's dope. Come on, man. No, but that I mean, like, it's not WWE, but I thought it was so dope. Yeah. That he was on, he made it. Like, yeah, like he dope, became man. a pro wrestler. That's fucking fire. Like, like it is like. It was just crazy to know that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, seeing people, like, live their dreams is dope, bro. It like, is, yo. It don't matter where it's at. That's why I said Impact is, isn't shit on purpose because it just goes to show, like, you're still living a dream. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Randomly ran into Curtis, um, uh, Kurt, My- Kurt Myers, is his name? Not Kurt Myers. What the fuck is his first name, man? Um, He used to be, fuck, the Edgeheads. Remember the Edgeheads when it was Zack Ryder and, and Kurt Hawkins? You don't know who Kurt oh, Hawkins is? I, no, I know who Kurt Hawkins is because he was in the E when I got back into it. So, Kurt Hawkins. I'm okay. Him. All right. Randomly ran into him at Penn Station. <laughs> <laughs> um, indie shows had me seeing... Indie shows are dope. So, when I used to go to those indie shows, I got to see people who were on the come up. So, I saw Alex Reynolds was a, a, a staple there. Pat Buck, that is the backstage... Um, guess he's a producer in AEW. Pat Buck used to run those, so I, I've seen Pat Buck wrestle and shit like that. Um, Eddie Kane, since I told you, um, at those events, yo, nigga, you know I saw the Great Muda. That's dope. At a high school gym <laughs> in Rawway, New Jersey. Bro, we, when we heard Muda was going to be there, me and my boy was like, yeah, we got to go. Yeah. We went, we sat front row. I thought Muda was going to kill us. Because at one point he caught eyes with me and my boy, and me and him was like, "We are scared." <laughs> Muda is so intimidating, That's bro. That's fire. So we saw Muda live. We saw Vader live. What? Yes. Rest in peace, Vader. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's Vader time. Yeah. And um, you ever heard of Jer- Jeremy Lin? Jerry Lin. I mean, yes. We saw his final match. Wow. One of his final match. When he was on his retirement tour. Wow. He did it there. Sabu was at one of those events, just running around in circles, pointing at the ceiling. We was like, yo, this nigga's a crackhead. Well, I mean <laughs> uh Bobby Lashley was at the same event where I met um wow, MVP. You, you saw Blashley? That's yeah, crazy. I saw Blashley. <laughs> uh Bobby was not as he didn't like Young Bobbles. Bobby was an interesting guy to see in person. Like he's uh, D'Lo Brown, I've seen in person um, because of that. Like I actually met D'Lo Brown. Bubba Ray was at one of those events once. Um, That's dope, man. I'm jealous, bro. I met Lita. Nah, nah, I hate you, Trinidad. And Taya Trinidad. Nah, is Alina Vega? I hate you. I even tweeted it. She liked it. I was I like, Alina Vega is fucking gorgeous, bro. In person, breathtaking, breathtaking. I I had to tweet it, and she liked it. We go together now. I mean, not for nothing. I when I've gone to like SmackDown, she popped up. I couldn't get my eyes off of her. No, I was like, wow. 
like just wow yeah no no she no bro i was she was at the table and i was across I, I, like i was like this like i said hello and i was just like yeah she's breathtakingly gorgeous it's unfair sometimes yeah she's she's super pretty and lita still um at comic cons i met jerry lawler ah puppies yeah jerry lawler was cool too he he illustrates the covers for this um wrestling um graphic novel mm. forgot the name of it he illustrates the cover so i actually met him he signed it for me and i have it in my house now um he, he did the cover for it i forgot the name of the the thing i met i met the guy who did it twice i spoke to him i met him actually at one of those pws events mm -hmm. And then that same year at Comic-Con, I met him again, and I decided to buy the thing, and Jerry was doing signing, so I met Jerry that year, and which was kind of cool. I was like, yo, it's fucking Jerry Galler. Like, this is the voice of my childhood. You yeah. Know? Uh, Rikishi I met. <laughs> so big nigga, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was actually pretty, it's pretty dope to have, you know, seeing all these people in person in real life. Um, I, I I would tell anybody if you're into wrestling and there's like an independent show that has like older stars that show up and some new stars, go. Just go once. You don't have to go all the time. It's not going to be raw. It's not going to be any of that shit, but just go. You, you're never going to sit that close to, to somebody that you like, bro, like I'm sitting here in his car and I saw people who are stars now mm -hmm. come up. Which is crazy to me. Like, I remember Callisto? Yeah. He used to be Samurai Del Sol. I saw him live before he... And you, you know who else I saw? Remember WWE had this real big dude? It wasn't Bronson Reed. It was another guy that was like a tall version of Bronson Reed. I cannot remember his name, bro. He was in the E. It was a big, like a big light-skinned dude with black hair. And he had like a goatee. Very similar in the face to Bronson Reed, but taller. I think you were watching already when he was over there. Mm. But long story short, I saw that guy. Mm. <laughs> um, the craziest thing is having seen um, Adam Cole. Like, I knew Adam Cole before. That, that was Alex Reynolds is another one that was crazy because I thought they were the same nigga. Because <laughs> <laughs> they both like not big at all, and yeah. they both had the black long hair. Mm -hmm. So that that's always been kind of dope to me. Like, I, like I... It's just crazy to see some of those things. Like, you know, there's people who, who like, didn't know MJF was going to be MJF, and they were just watching them yeah, man. locally and shit. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, nice little stroll down memory lane. Yeah. Next time is one of the time we'll go, and we'll talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, uh, I, still get, I still get flyers and shit Absolutely. from, from those events. Um, and they're cheap. And, and we'll bring facts. Yeah, why not? It'd be, a, it'd be a nice outing for the bros. Mm -hmm. So this episode has been mostly a troll, stroll down memory lane. Which is you know? fine. Which, you know. I think that's fine. We don't have to go over what happened during the week the whole time. No. Like, you know, just bullet points. Yeah, you know. So what did you think of this week's... Let's start with Raw. Uh, I liked it. thought it was all right. I okay. really enjoyed... You know anything with Kevin Owens? I'm I'm gonna love it. I'm mad that I missed it because you told me the match was really good. Yeah, and my it was really DVR good. Him fucked and me again. Him and Gunther, man. Gunther is the shit. But bro. then again, it's it's KO, bro. Like you can't go wrong with a KO match, man. I like Kevin, bro. I really do like Kevin. Yeah. He's another one. I think if I was to meet him now, I probably might cry because That's he's hilarious. like he's like he's like Jack Black, dead ass, yo. Yeah, yeah. Nah, for real, that dude. Nah, Kevin Owens is my hero, bro. Yeah, he's not even that big. He's not, but he's my hero, bro. He could do a Swanton bomb. 
Yeah. He, I'm still. We I saw th- Top Dollar today. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out in to Queens. My, Shout out to my man that in works Queens. at JD Sports in Queens, bro. Yeah. My man looked just like Top Dollar. It might have been him. I, I, wanted, I, want, I was about to be like, yo, who hotter? <laughs> yeah. You're not a. But uh, nah, that's dope. Uh, I missed that match because my DVR fucked me. Nah, it was good, man. Um, it was good. I came into Raw maybe a half hour into the second hour, mm, mm. so I missed a lot of the first stuff. Nah, that was good. Um, damn, what else? What else did I? Do? You know what the problem is? Like I got midway and then like I stopped. <laughs> it's funny because you caught the first time. Yeah. So then you then you got to give me the second half. So th- to me, the highlight was. Um, so it, the 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 main event was fire. Um, it was Seth and Priest, right? Yeah, Seth and Damian Priest. Um, super fire. Uh, I still have it. I gotta watch it. It's a really good match. What I like, and I, I mentioned this to you during the week, and I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Um, Damian Priest is a very interesting case mm. of he's he's good. I talk like a monster. Yeah, his voice is crazy. But uh, it's because when you're that big, I feel like your vocal cords are bigger. It, it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Because imagine if he spoke like, Hello, my yeah. name is Damian Priest. That'd be crazy. Imagine he had like a lisp. Freeze. Oh, like Cody? I hit you in Puerto Rico. That shit would be silly as hell. That's like Cody. Um... What I like about Damian Priest is, is he even in a loss, he comes off like a formidable foe, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think he, unfortunately... Even in NXT, he was like that. I think, unfortunately, he's one of these people where he's so good that he's going to keep getting used as a guy to lose. But, like, a guy that you lose, that loses... And makes the winner come off more legit. Mm. It's like kind of like, but they might. I don't know. I mean, he did win. He got a title when he was in NXT. He did have a title in NXT, he but had, he was the North American champion. What I've learned about NXT and the main roster is it doesn't always translate. I know. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm I'm not saying he's not worthy. I'm just saying the thing with NXT is NXT is done in a small place. And the same fans all the time. So NXT always hits because it doesn't travel. It's always in the same place. So it's very like everybody's really familiar with NXT. So everything kind of hits differently when people are watching it. Because you get a lot of repeat fans. NXT is almost like a WWE indie. Yeah. To an I extent, know, right? I'm just, I'm just saying. But um, yeah, no, he can get a it championship. Can, it, it can happen. I'm not saying he can't. I just think he's in this class of wrestler. And no, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. Like other guys have been in that spot too. Yeah, and they've yeah. they've had titles. Yeah, yeah, like I think Dolph Ziggler has been that guy for the last like five or six years. Yeah. Ziggler, yeah, I feel like they're gonna. And I love Ziggler. Damn, what are they? What are they called? Like the litmus tests. Like if you can have a solid match with these guys. No, the thing is, I think it's the opposite. I think. When they're not sure if you can have a solid match, they put you in those guys, okay. and those guys are going to make you look good. All right. Ziggler makes everybody look good. Bro, Ziggler, I have such a huge appreciation for Dolph Ziggler. I yo. like Dolph. I really do. I do. Were you watching when he won the world title? No, I wasn't okay, watching. So I was watching when he won the world title, and this is back before. 
I can't remember if the network was a thing yet. I don't think it was. Because mm. me and Jess used to go to Hooters to watch WWE events. <laughs> so Hooters would throw the, the they would, this, yo, it was fun as hell, though. Yo. That sounds like it was fun. So you would go to Hooters, you, you'd check in at the desk, and you'd be like, I'm here for, we've watched maybe like four or five pay-per-views there, right? That's dope. Um, we The year, <sighs> Ziggler won the title at Mania one year, and I believe he watched Mania at Hooters. Mm. I'm not mistaken. Um, so anyway, we're watching it. He wins the title, bro. The place erupted, bro. We Let's were go. so happy to see who, Ziggler because they always had him like, nah, you're not gonna get it. Nah, you're not gonna get it. I mean, they took it away from him mad quick. Yeah, nah, you're not gonna. Get it. But when he got it, it was such a moment because it was like this motherfucker was the Spirit Squad. Yeah, you know, like like, but he's good, bro. Ziggler yeah. is. He's to me. I've always looked at him as. Mr. Perfect 2.0. Like, Kurt Henning, rest in peace, Mr. Perfect, another one of those guys. um, If you ask me 10 wrestlers that define my childhood, 10 wrestlers that I will always love no matter who the fuck they are, Mr. Perfect Perfect is in that top five. Okay. I loved Mr. Perfect, bro. Loved Mr. Perfect. He was like, like, Brett and Mr. Perfect, to me, like, and and there's matches that exist, but, Mm -hmm. bro, those are... Smoothest guys ever, bro. Perfect could do anything, bro. I was so sad when he died. Mm. Um, so he Ziggler reminds me of Mr. Perfect, kind of like Mr. Perfect meets Shawn Michaels. Okay, because he has a little bit of Shawn in him, but yeah. he's he's really like Mr. Perfect 2.0, mm-hmm. right? So like Ziggler is so smooth and all this other stuff, and he's so good that he doesn't really look like a doofus losing. No, because he always it like losing. For Dolph Ziggler, there's a there's an art to losing. Though. Yes, like certain people can do it, and even in a loss, they still look like, "Damn, bro, you almost had it!" Like yeah, you, he, you yeah. almost had it. He never looks bad in a loss, and Damian Priest to wrap it back up never looks. He doesn't look he bad, in a, bad loss. in a loss. Yeah. Like he lost a fucking bad bunny, and it, it wasn't like it doesn't. If anything, that elevated him, which is crazy. It didn't bear, like because now wrestling fans are smarter now. Oh yeah, everybody was like, "Nah, yo, he fucking he he went in that match. He made it good." Yeah. And I loved the following Raw. He's like, "Yeah, whatever. I lost a bad buddy. It took ten motherfuckers mm-hmm. to beat me." Yeah. So like, I I appreciate that about Priest, mm-hmm. but I think it's also dangerous where I'm. It might he might be too good at that. And they might not want to ever take the next level with mm. him. Mm. Because once you get to that next level, right? Let's say you give him the belt. Mm. It's different now. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with Ziggler for a while. It was different after he got the belt. He got the belt and it was just like they never, then they play pimped with him. Mm. He, he's always mm. around to give you a good match, but they started play pimping yeah. with him. Yeah. So that's what I'm afraid of with him. I, um, for a while, I thought he was the point man of the Judgment Day. Judgment Day is so interesting. It is, bro. Because you don't really know who's... It's clearly Rhea now. <laughs> I, I, I'm i sorry. It turned into Rhea's group. Yo, don't be talking about Mommy. No, I love Mommy. Um, It's Rhea and Dom's group. It's Mommy's group. Yeah. But... Yeah, uh, Dom is just there. Rhea essentially is the point man there now, kind of. And it's fine. Because she doesn't have to talk. Rhea's like the point man, but... Priest is the one that does all the talking. Yeah. And then Finn, I don't... Nah, I like I like when Finn be coming in and talking his shit, too. Nah, Finn can't talk his shit. It's just... It, it, Finn's another one of those guys where it's like... 
Like he never looks bad in a loss. Same thing with AJ. AJ never looks bad in There's a loss. There's just certain people that yeah. just, you know. But these people, Finn, you can buy him buying the belt. You can buy AJ buying the belt because they always have it on and off type of shit. Like mm-hmm. they always kind of feel like a competitor. At no point do I, f- they never make me feel like Damian Priest might win. Mm. I always know he's going to get a good match, but I never feel like he might get the W. I hear you. I get what you mean. So, but like, shout out to Damian Priest. Him and Seth really tore down the house. Hell yeah. Seth is another one of those guys. Seth does not look good in a loss either. Um, Doesn't look bad in a loss either. Because he's Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, You know, I say Orton might be the smoothest wrestler of all time. Right now, currently, I think. Seth? Seth might be not smooth, but like, I don't think he's as smooth as Orton. Mm. But Seth is, how do I explain this, bro? Like right now, the best wrestler in the world is is Roman. I think like people can argue whatever they want. I said this last time. I think it's Roman just because Roman encompasses everything that I think pro wrestling is. Mm-hmm. He encompasses the whole fucking pie, bro. And I saw his rise. And you know, you know how you know he's good, bro, because. When the camera's on him, you're watching and you're paying attention to everything. Exactly. Like, He'd be talking into the camera, no mic, and you want to make sure you hear what he's saying. Yeah, like you... Every little thing he does adds to the story. It's insane. And his facial expression... Like, Roman is really My fucking... My man took good. acting classes for no, real, he for real. He definitely... Um, so, I think he's the best, but that doesn't make you the best worker. Mm-hmm. Right, that's there's two different things because mm-hmm. you can be a really good worker but not be the best wrestler. Because mm-hmm. I think you know, um, not to harp on here we go, but you know what here I mean. We, like, like the best worker and the best wrestler are not always the same person. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. And, um, you know, historically, we've always seen that yes, Hogan was the best wrestler of the 80s. Fuck what you heard, Hogan and Flair, sure, but like the biggest star in the 80s, Hulk Hogan. There's no like. There's no, no way all around that. It was all in Japan. Yeah, it was it was fucking Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's no way around it. It was fucking Hogan. But in WWE, Macho Man was clearly better than him. Mm. Like ring wise, Macho was that dude. Mm. But you're not gonna say that Hogan. You know what I mean? Even when Ultimate Warrior took it's, over. It's hard he, to argue with Hulkamania. No, it's, you can't. You can't, bro. You can't. It was legitimately everywhere. You can't. You can't. You like, know? my father, I have pictures of me and my father both wearing the Hulkamaniac bandana. That's what I'm saying. You can't You can't argue that stuff. Did That's, he take me to a show when I was little? I don't know, but he got the bandanas. I don't know from where. <laughs> from the Hulkamania store. Maybe. 42nd Street, I don't, next to the M&M's. Probably. No, 42nd know. Street was different back then. Yeah, he, probably, he, definitely, <laughs> he definitely got it from somewhere. But yeah, know. so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's... But Hogan, I mean Hogan, but Reigns is still good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who smoother Reigns is, whatever. He's a, even MJF admitted it when yeah. he did that interview last year. He might say it's him now because he has the triple B. But um Seth, on the other hand, I think there's a legitimate argument. Cause I don't like I think there's a legitimate argument that Seth is every much as good as Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Every much as good as Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. every much as good as uh, the other smoothest wrestler of all time uh, to me, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles with the mom hair, top notch. Yo, mom hair AJ? Mom hair AJ is the best. <laughs> mom hair short AJ? hair, short hair, no beard AJ. That was he was good. It's funny because people were like, "Nah, that was fire AJ." No, no, that AJ was crazy. Yeah. However, mom hair AJ with the beard. Mm. Smooth as fuck. Matured. 
Matured. He, knew, he knew he AJ knows everything he can do, and he does it so well, mm-hmm. and nothing ever looks bad. Nope. So like I love AJ. If you see AJ, that's why I I love the choice that they made to have AJ versus Seth for that title because you knew you were gonna get a match that nobody could argue was good. Yes. It wasn't good. Yes, you know what I mean. So and that match was so good. Seth, on the other hand, so Seth, so Seth to me is one of those guys and I love that they gave him a belt and and you know people that you deserve his shit all right whatever look Seth has earned every bit of everything that he got mm-hmm. in my opinion because he went in there he was the first member of the shield to me to really break out character wise mm. and he was the standout from the rip mm. Right now, the most successful member of the Shield is Roman Reigns, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, AEW fans might argue Moxley after that. Mm-hmm. If they're arguing Moxley before Roman, they're fucking crazy. I don't argue opinions, but that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like, you can't argue with a guy that's had a championship belt for like four years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how many bloody matches Moxley and Moxley's work isn't nowhere near as good as Roman's or Seth's. This is just, uh, you know, empirical facts. <laughs> Key in the Vin Staples, this dude be facts though. <laughs> Emoji. But uh Seth is so fucking good. Bro, like Seth, sometimes I watch Seth and I'm like, he's hurting people before. Yes. I don't know how that happened, but he has hurt. It's funny, he referenced it to to the Finn. He's like, yeah, You he's you like, fighting me doesn't really work well. Like, for remember, you. <laughs> whenever you get in the ring with me, things don't always go great. <laughs> That was a girl. That promo was so good. Yeah. Fan was like a word. Seth knows his character. Yeah, man. He knows his level of obnoxiousness. He knows what he pushes. But when you get in the ring with Seth, he has the size, he has the ability, he has the smoothness, the speed, the strength. Like, bro, like, there's certain people that just literally have the whole package. And he's one of them, bro. His, his superplex into the Falcon Arrow, yo. Yeah. It's always a thing of beauty. He's better when he got blonde in his hair. A little bit. Everybody says that. Yeah. Like when he's got that little streak. When he had the streak, it was crazy. Yeah. Now he got all blonde in these flamboyant-ass outfits he be wearing. But it's, yo, it's like I almost <laughs> watched to see what the fuck he's wearing, yeah, bro. Yo, like you watch. Remember when he came out with the boots? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, and the he, did the, and he did the stomp? Yeah, yeah. Even the fucking fluffy shit he had on um, for the title match. Bro. So, Seth is one of those guys. So, uh, that match was really good. Um, yes. That was really good. I if you didn't watch it, just watch it. Um, if you a, don't watch anything from the Saudi shows, watch that match. It's yeah. the first match on the card. It was really good. Um, but I was also talking about the Raw match. The Raw oh, match with Damian Priest yeah, is a right. good match. I'm gonna watch that. Um, also, a standout moment was Miss TV with Cody. Um. We talked about how Cody always says the same shit and it's Mm -hmm. always good. And I don't have a problem with that. To be honest with you, I really don't. Okay. Um, I'm all aboard the Cody train, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, Because he's been... Mark. He's been delivering, man. All right. It's hard to to argue. Like, you know, again, people might hate him, but you can't argue the boy doesn't deliver, man. Like, and yo, wrestling fans that want blood and guts... And the wrestlers to have no... That's what AEW's No, for. no, no. What I'm saying is... what not. I'm not saying in the ring, bro. They want wrestling... They want wrestlers that are willing to give it all up. Shit. They Cody, want guys that are... Will- Cody and Brock. Not even that, bro. It's, his last match with Steph. 
with the torn picked. Oh, it said, yeah. Like, bro, like, come that was, on. Yo, that shit was so crazy because when he took off that jacket, you heard the whole arena get silent. Yes, and not only that, it he worked like that didn't fucking happen. Yep. Like, like you could see that he was clearly in pain, but My the man, work was still good. And that was a long match. Yeah, no, they it went wasn't in, short. bro. It, it might be the best match I've ever seen where the person was clearly injured. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah. That you knew of. So he earned, like... I got tired of Cody and AEW mm -hmm. because they didn't control him. Mm -hmm. They let him do whatever he wanted. Mm. And I think early on he was doing too much like he WWE was, he, referencing. He, he was just doing too much. Like he was just doing too much. He was much. doing the most. And and I see why the fans turned on him. Yeah. But also the thing that I understood about he, he had to leave to come back. Like So what do you want to talk about? Yeah. So the craziest thing is the whoa, his big moment and his entrance, mm -hmm. that never hit in AEW because they didn't even know. It wasn't to, the WWE fans make those moments, bro. Like, yes. like they like that's now his entrance. The yeah. WWE fans picked up on that shit and they gave him Whoa! And, I gotta I gotta go to a Raw just so I could sing along. Nah, for real though. Like that shit is fire. Like I can't even hold you. So like I've done the Becky chance to oh. I've done that. Yeah. I, I've done yes in Daniel Bryan's face. Yeah. Yo, that was crazy. So I sat front row, um, front row at a <laughs> Didn't you say you broke Daniel Bryan? I broke him. I broke him. It was so fun, bro. <laughs> yeah, I like he was it was when he was he was with AJ still. Okay. And he was a heel and the yes had just started, right? Yeah. And um it was a super it was super obnoxious. I was super obnoxious when he was doing it at first, right? So I'm sitting right on the rail. My seat was literally on the rail. He's walking by. Me and him lock eyes. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And, and he did the same thing that he did when Moxley started talking and shit where he had to, like, look away. Because yeah. he was facing the camera. This is a SmackDown yeah. live. So he had to look down. And he looked at me. He's like, you's a motherfucker. <laughs> Like, cause he, he I, did, I broke him. That's dope. <laughs> that same night, Mark Henry broke me. D Bro, not oh, that sounds crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> nah, he that came, was crazy. When train. he entered, like yo, he that, gave, that's even worse. He came when he entered. When he entered the fucking arena. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta clarify. When bro. he was walking down the apron, right? Like this is when he was in the House of Pain market. Let me take it to the House of Pain. When he was like his meanest, bro, like he's staring at us. I'm being just, I'm like, I am terrified. <laughs> like Mark Henry might kill me. You like, got it. But um, yeah, nah, that shit is crazy. But like, yeah, so Cody, he's um, to an extent, he 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 he's earned to me. Mm. I think like he's earned what he's taken because he's willing to give mm -hmm. so much for mm -hmm. this and it's clear that he's willing to give so mm -hmm. much for us but it's also like what where he didn't click in AEW was AEW fans are too anti-WWE even though they do WWE stuff that and also they're fickle I wish he would bring that back fickle that, that his best work to me still is WWE. I don't care what nobody says. It's AW run is not the same. Mm. But anyway, so so be it. So Cody, he was a WWE wrestler that went and started an anti WWE uh, league. Yeah. And the juxtaposition of who he is, she all in her ass. Mm -hmm. Who he is as a wrestler and his character and the way he works, 
just never really meshed over there. It was it so it took him to come back for I think people to really realize like yeah nah this is where he belongs type yeah. of shit right. So he's he does the Miss TV so he has his promo or whatever. They bring in Dominic and mommy. <laughs> it's just like yo the fans start like he. There's two people right now currently that get a lot of heat. Is Don Callis and fucking Dominic? And Dominic, Mysterio. bro. Dominic gets some heat, but it's so yo. Shout out to Dominic, bro. Shout out. He might be the the most improved wrestler of the last like three years. I'll give him that. Like in the ring, he's not he's not horrible. He's no, passable. he's not. He's definitely he's but solid. His level of his level of ring work ability is comparable to the character he plays yes like you don't need him to be his father yeah once yeah. they figured out that we don't need him to be mini ray or big ray yeah because he's huge he's like six feet what's <laughs> it or five ten because i think him and Yo, ray are eye I'll, to eye I'll, I'll never forget when they won and he put him on his shoulders that's hilarious my that dad is smaller shit, than me i never put him on my shoulders that shit killed me bro. i was like yo you just sunned your pops yeah that was crazy <laughs> he but, needs to use that but yeah, like Dom was good. That was a really good moment. Um, I think it was cool to mix all that shit in. Yeah. Um, I appreciated that. And always seeing Ray on screen. Him and Raya, they stumbled into something that just is fucking gold. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it's hard to argue against it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, it's just so funny. They even mentioned it on fucking AEW. Like, when they did the... When I fucking... I think when... Was it for the house? Somebody who was it that was it wasn't Cassidy. No, not Cassidy. Cassidy don't do problems. Did MJF mention it? He mentioned something to Buddy Murphy. Or Buddy Matthews. Oh, that was Max is. Caster. Caster, yes. And he was like, he's like, your girls. Or mm -hmm. was something like a guy named Dom. That mm -hmm. was his rap going yeah. into the pay-per-view. I was like, yeah. yo. That, and then I think Rhea tweeted, oh, we're over in two Two in two promotions. So smart of her to do that. Like, um, yeah, that's just perfection. I would, I, I want, I would watch anything that involves him and her together, and then mixing it with the Cody and the mission is good. I don't know where they're going with it too much, but like, it was cool to see it. I'm not sure why where that fits in with the Brock stuff because you know he's getting a third match with Brock. I don't mm -hmm. think Cody's gonna be in the Money in the Bank. I think, I think they're headed for like a. The third match of Brock just to end that feud. So yeah, but apparently they said it's uh, supposed to be a stipulation we haven't seen in a while. The fuck does that mean? I don't fucking know. Like a last man standing match? Nah, because no, Brock did, did that. They did, they did that at man, SummerSlam. They did a last man standing at fucking at Jetta. I think that was no. Their match wasn't last man standing. No, that was wasn't there. But they did. Oh no 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 no. Not Jetta and NXT. They did a last man standing yeah, yeah. in NXT. Well, then they did. Well, WWE has done one. Yeah. I don't know what would be a, a stipulation we haven't seen in a while. I feel like we see everything all the time. There's only one match they haven't done in a long time, Trent. What? It's Braun Panties. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It's going to be a Braun Panties. Cody match. and Brock in a Braun Panties. Yep. Match. <laughs> it's going to be Cody and Brock in a Braun Panties. I'm calling it now. Cody and Brock in a Braun Panties. Brock match. comes into the ring dressed like a Japanese maid. Yep. That's hilarious. Oh man, this brolic ass mate, bitch. <laughs> um, what else happened in Raw? Uh, just a lot of setup for the future. Um, I know they had qualifying matches. They did have qualifying matches. Damn, I don't remember any of them. This feels bad because like we should know this. We should know this. You know what happens was is that this is a bit impromptu, so we didn't really prepare. 
Um, and mostly I just, because I don't mind talking about current events type shits, but I also do want to talk about other stuff. You know, yeah, like a lot yeah. of other, you Listen, can, you can not see. Every, not every episode is going to be a recap of, no, exactly. you know, the week. We'll just mention, again, bullet points, little yeah. things here and there. We just want to talk wrestling. You yes. know, not necessarily all the wrestling going on right now, but we want to yeah. talk wrestling. Yeah. Um, I'll give you my ideas on certain shit, but like, I, I, I just like having these conversations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Raw Raw was it wasn't bad though. It wasn't yeah, Raw bad. was all right. Raw was cool. Raw was all right. NXT I enjoyed thoroughly. <sighs> See now you gotta let me know. All right, so NXT right now was going on. We got so Baron Corbin is like fully going for the NXT title, which I'm all for because it's gonna be him and Carmelo Hayes, and they're gonna have a solid match, I believe. Hmm. Um, yeah, because his his whole thing is he came in and he was like. He was like, it's been a long time since I've been here. Like, he cut a promo. He's like, it's, long, yeah. it's been a long time since I've been here. I remember that I got the call for the main roster, and I never looked back. But, you know, I come back in here, and all I see are these kids with attitudes like they're owed something. Is he still, like, broke Corbin? No. No. Oh, he just is, complete new, new, new yeah, this is, uh Yeah, this is like Lone Wolf, it feels like. Okay. So you go grow his hair out? No, he, his <laughs> he was like balding and yeah, just, the, the yeah, just, yeah. But no, I'm I'm interested in it. And I, I like, like him. I like Corbin, man. I really do. He's he's another one that I've seen. I remember again, like you say, he was, they had the balding hair, yeah, and all of that shit. And I was like, like, are they gonna use this dude or what? But well, I remember when they debuted him. There was like a big deal, and then they kind of like never. Yeah, you know what I like about him though? Um, he fully commits. He does. To whatever they tell him to do. The Happy Corbin was trash, but great at the same time. Yeah, when he was um, sad. Sad Corbin was fucking great. Peak, I feel like yo. they, they should have like ran with that more. Yeah. like Because they had something there. Um, what I like, I love his finisher. The end of the day, yeah. Yeah, his finisher looks great. He's actually super athletic because, I mean, he used to be an NFL player. Yeah. Um, he's super athletic, and he's, he's very capable in the ring. I just... They kept play pimping with his character and it My made people not fuck with him. It's the joint that he does where he tosses somebody in the corner that he runs around the ring. Yeah. And then comes making catch him with the clothesline. Yeah. I feel like he does that shit really well. That shit is good. There's two moves that he does that I'm like, yo, the end of days and the other shit, the, the spinning. End of days is just pretty, man. Yeah, it's a pretty end of days finisher. and then the um the deep six that he does. Like where he'd be spinning and then he does like a back slam. Deep six, that's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nah, he's good. Um, that would be interesting to see. I That's think he be good. he needed something like I like I was mentioning last week. NXT is perfect for that because yeah, you, you can, send some people down, you get more eyes yeah. on the product, and mm -hmm. you get the whoever you still want. Yeah, you know to. I mean, you're still paying them. So yeah, but you know, you also get. It's like a it's like a refresher course, yo. Like characters need to go away sometimes. Yeah, like um, Ali's down there now. I think. And he's gonna be fighting for the North American Championship against the the dude that they got, uh, Wesley. Wesley is dope. Mm -hmm. Little baby Ricochet with hair. <laughs> Ricochet is on the main roster for no reason. Sometimes I feel. Yeah, but no, I think you know. You know what the problem I have with Ricochet is is um, I, they did they end him and Braun being like a tag yeah because Braun is he's injured he's not coming uh, yeah. back so now Ricochet he's in the fucking he's in Money the in the Bank yeah he had a match on Raw yeah he's in Money in the Bank. Um, here's the thing about Ricochet. I don't know, man. Like, he don't connect. I get it. He don't got a personality. I get it. 
I get it. He got it. a beard. His beard looks better now. I'll give him that. Yeah. He got a little bit of a slight change. He's dating the referee, not the the, the ring announcer. announcer. No, she's he's engaged. Okay, yeah. Well, shout out to you, yo, because she's nice. JoJo Light. Nah, that's JoJo Heavy. And JoJo was like 4'11". Shout out to Bray. Like, that shit just changed his life. Yeah, my man. <laughs> he's the original Sammy Guerrero. That's a fact. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, and like fucking no, NXT. NXT is good. I thought you know. I, I'm looking forward to uh, the next women's champion. I don't like the new women's champion they got right now. Tiffany oh, Stratton. Speaking of which, not a fan. Zoe Stark had a match on Raw. Oh yeah, she had a qualifier, didn't she? I believe so. Her she definitely got in. Um, it was actually a good match. It was her and um. Oh, fuck my life. My brain doesn't work, but mm. it, it was a good match. Uh, she's actually no. Nah, she, Zoe Stark is nice in the ring. She's legit. I mean, she she's very interesting she's to look buff. at. It's very like buff. Yeah, like very straightforward. But she can move though. Like oh, she's yeah. She, yeah she's. Nah, a, she it's gonna be interesting what they do because like now they're in this they're in this really good spot where they have a ton of female talent that can go mm -hmm. and not like mm -hmm. fake go like not they can like, like for go, real go they can go. And you don't need them to do death matches. Nope. Nope. So like that so it's gonna be interesting how this works because you know, you got a very strong champion in Rhea and you don't want to take that away from her yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um so it's gonna be interesting the where good they go. The thing is is that with as with Rhea as champion, you have all of this time to build up other people. You can. Yeah. Build up other people. But she's gonna have to destroy people on the Oh yeah. Up. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be people that's gonna get destroyed, but that's the only reason why fucking Natalia Natalia was in that. Yeah. But um And they did that to her own birthday. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, she probably got paid well for it. So Hell yeah. I'd I'd get pinned by Rhea. Oh, the way she folded up Natty, yeah. You can fold me like that. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Um Yeah, so Ricochet is interesting because I feel like he's lacking personality. Mm. He's one of those guys that I feel like, oh, man, he needs a manager. Like he needs like a female mouthpiece. Mm. Like he needs a similar situation to Dominic. But mm. the thing is, Dominic is a much better character than Rich Ricochet. Yeah, because Dominic knows the ridiculousness and what he's doing, mm. and he 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 plays it up. You know. Yeah. Ricochet, I don't like. What is he? <laughs> like he could flip. Yeah. Well, we all know he can. He can do all the indie shit. He's a, But what is he? He's a superhero, bro. But he doesn't even come off that way. Yes, he does. Like what? Like who is his character? Like he does He's promos. His promo promos are mad bland. He's like, you know, give him ten percent. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> like, I want to like him though. That's the thing. I want to like him, mm. but I just I don't know. They need to. You know, people go, yo, they have Ricochet over there. They don't do nothing with him. I'm like, yo, to what be a. You, what do you want them to do? Oh, to be a star in the E, you got to be much more than a ring guy. You know what I mean? Like. It, the people will eat you up if you're just a boring guy that can yeah, go in the can ring. Tell. People can tell. Like people want more. Like it's like that that shit was the shit that Cena said to uh, Austin Theory. Yes, that shit is true, bro. Yeah. The if the crowd don't really fuck with you, you're gonna know. You're gonna know because we're gonna be like, nah, I don't, I don't care what you got to say, bro. I like Austin Theory. I do too. I do. I, I like Austin Theory. Um, I don't know. How much legs is going to happen? What they got going on with him? Well, no, nah, I, I think because they just put him up with Pretty Deadly, and that's going to be beautiful. You think? Hell yeah, because Pretty Deadly, first off, Pretty Deadly came in, and 
you already know they're going to be different. First off, they're wild extra from NXT. As Mansoor? Nah. Pretty oh, no, that's the maximum male That's models. the maximum male. Nah, Pretty Deadly is the other two. You haven't... You don't fucking watch SmackDown. Watch SmackDown, man. You got to watch SmackDown to see these dudes, yo. They these, dope. They just... It's not so much they're dope, but they're... I mean, they can go, but it's just like the ring psychology. Like, for instance, they had a match. It was... It was a six-man. It was Pretty Deadly, Theory versus Sheamus and, and the Brawling Brutes. I hate that name, by the way. Alliter I like it, though. Alliteration. It's, yeah. it's annoying. Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah whatever. It. So in the match, I think uh, Sheamus is brawling with Theory out in the outside. Mm. And so it's Pretty Deadly. And um, the other two, Pete Dunne and uh, Rich Holland in the ring. So Pete is off to the side, resting up. And uh, I, I forget the dude's names from Pretty Deadly, but one of them has black hair, the other one has blonde. So the black-haired dude is in the ring, and he's legal. So the blonde hair rolls him out, right? He gets out and puts the the ring apron skirt on his face. They both got, because they got matching gear, so they look the same. So Ridge goes to try to pin him. The black-haired one comes back into the ring, yeah. knocks him out. They hit their finisher, one, two, three, and they run out the ring like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, that was, I love that. <laughs> that was great. Because sometimes they don't let the heels do heel shit sometimes. Yeah, no, you need that. Yeah, like you got to let the heels do some heel shit. I also think that you need clearly defined roles. Everybody yes. can't be a tweener. Yes. Like it's, it's confusing. Yes. Like it's confusing. Like there's no reason why the fan, okay. I, I, I hear it. I'm trying really good. I hear it. I hear it. I'm going to just say this. I Fuck it. it. There's no reason why the fans should be singing along the Jericho song to then boo him. It's fucking confusing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Be a fucking heel. Mm -hmm. Like, forget the sing-along shit. Have I know a clearly they defined role. Yeah, like, it, it gets so confusing. Like, so many other matches are like, there's really no actual person to cheer for. It's confusing. Mm -hmm. but whatever. Um, and they say it doesn't matter, but it does matter because always somebody has to play one yes. of the roles. Yes. And um, and then their their commentary team is so inconsistent with that shit because mm -hmm. it's like the Blackpool Combat Club is a bunch of fucking bullies mm -hmm. and they just beam people up. And, they're and the whole time they they're somewhat getting praised for it. Yeah, every chance Tony Schiavone calls MJF a prick. He says this guy's this. He says like they react to heels. But then they're like, there's certain acts that they just that like, they won't do that with, and mm -hmm. it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm -hmm. Like you should like the way that I'm watching that on TV, I should hate certain shit, and like yeah. it should be, it, it hits more. Mm -hmm. Like right now, the only person with actual real heat is Don Callis. Yeah, like everything else is like fake heat because they're supposed to have heat because MJF doesn't have real heat. He has heat in the sense that we're supposed to hate you. But uh, we'll get to that. Um, no, that is dope. Shout out. Otis took the girl from the maximum male models. Yeah. So now she's just with. Yeah, she's with. Yeah, she's with. Uh, when the fuck I'll, did that happen? I, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Like, I was watching Raw and I'm like, why is she with them? Yeah. She is fine. Thank you. She got a shirt that says. Shoosh. Yeah. She's fine. Shout out to Chad Gable, yo. That's his girl? For real? No, nah, I don't think that's his girl. Oh, Chad Gable's amazing. Yes. Another really smooth guy. He's like. This generation's Kurt Angle minus just, was, Kurt Angle's actual props. Yeah. Perk Angle. Perk Angle. Like, he's not Perk Angle, but he's, he's like... No, listen, nobody's going to be Perk Angle. He's okay? uh, he's uh, over-the-counter. <laughs> he's he's Benadryl Angle. No, no, Benadryl puts you to sleep. All That's right. fucked up. All right, my bad. 
He's, Cla- he's, he's Motrin clarity. angle. Yeah, all right, he's Motrin. <laughs> he's Claret and Clear. Claret and Clear angle. Yeah, uh, and clear I like angle. him. I've always liked him. Yeah. But again, people complain. They're like, why don't they use him more? He should give him belts. Everybody doesn't have a, have a belt, bro. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. not meant to be world champion. Yeah. We need to although, understand that. Although I have read rumors that they, they do want to push... Gable, he's good. Yeah, bro. he is, man. Like people say that this this shit, the shoe shit, is silly or whatever, right? But and his whole career, when has he ever been on TV more, or have had? Because he always has good matches. When has he ever had that? Until this, yeah, the this, good match, yo, the good matches, the fucking the the, the good character, promos, the, the good character, yeah, everything. Him and Otis are fucking money. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, you you guys are you make no fucking sense when you complain about certain shit. Cause because like otherwise you're not getting him. Because we live in the era of <laughs> I want it now. Well, it's not even I want it now. I think with these people, I think it's they think just because somebody's really good in the ring that you got to give them everything. Look, wrestling is has predetermined outcomes. You know what I mean? It's like not real. No, the winners and losers are not real. So you mean so you real? Mean, so real. You, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> the winners and losers are not real. So you mean to tell me it's fake? It's I'm scripted. Wrong. Is what you're trying to it tell me? It is scripted. <laughs> the scripted television. Nah, all these things are predetermined. It's real to me. Somebody Danny. being great in the fucking ring. Again, just because you're great in the ring doesn't mean you deserve titles. That's what I'm saying. Because you're gonna need people who are great in the ring that never get titles. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can't have wrestling. Everybody can't have a championship belt. There's 19 belts in AEW. That's a fact. Means none of the belts mean anything. None of them. So the less champions, the more the championship means. Mm-hmm. The the moment means more. But whatever, yeah. so be it. If he gets his opportunity, it would have been good because he kind of earned the spot to tell people, "I can do this." Yeah. Like what the fuck? I'm pretty sure hardcore indie fans hated the 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 yes run probably at the beginning because you know he's not doing the cow mutilation that used to be the name of his fucking finisher no yeah the no no we're not doing cow mutilation that should sound stupid it's the yes lock you know like like and, and certainly once he gets to that point he can give you all his shit you know what i mean like just let things cook his like his one of his greatest runs was him and fucking kane let team help Team, let him cook. Team Hell No was fire, you know. Little, but that was jokey, gimmicky shit. But it was fucking good, bro. Like, be entertained, man. Yeah, and man. and shout out to Chad Gable and all this. That, that think, shit is fun, bro. I think, I think people focus too much on the wrestling and not so much yeah. entertainment anymore. Yeah. And it's like, no, bro. I like both together. Like I like I, it together. Like chocolate, like chocolate syrup and ice cream. When you put them like. They're both great on their own, but when you put them together, what? It's good. It's amazing. Yeah, because nobody's just going to be drinking a cup of Hershey. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, nobody's going to watch wrestling with no wrestling. Bro, and like nobody's going to watch you just eating wrestling. ice cream? It's yeah. Just ice cream? Nah, yeah. yo, give me something else. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, enjoy it, bro. Like, you got to enjoy the whole aspect of it. And, exactly. And, Have and fucking the, fun, you And know? the thing is, you complain while getting that elsewhere. Like, don't be, like, doesn't make fucking yeah. sense. And if and you're it, enjoying that in different spots, yo. So be it. Shout out to you, yo. Wrestling is too. You Y'all are taking to, it too serious. You have to suspend way too much belief in in certain like. You have to do way too much suspension of belief to believe some of these moves are even possible. Yeah. So when that's a factor, bro. When somebody does a a, a suicidal tope and there's a thousand niggas waiting him for do to, to do the move so they can catch him so he doesn't kill himself. Yeah. The fans can see that they're waiting, bro. Mm-hmm. That's I, I absolutely hate that about today's wrestling. But mm-hmm. 
they're doing things that require somebody have to watch you and catch you. Like it's too crazy. And it's it's too it's clearly scripted spots. Spot fest galore, spot fest here, spot for that. It's all clearly scripted. So you're gonna tell me you have a problem when I have a story around the script? Like it doesn't make fucking sense, bro. Like you can't present wrestling as pure sport. And nobody does that because AW clearly doesn't do that. WWE doesn't do it. You can't, bro. You can't because Everest, once kayfabe was broken, you lost the ability to do that. ROH never garnered fan base. Yo, even today, bro, you can't watch ROH on TV. You have to pay to watch R. You have to subscribe to it. Yeah, it's never gonna grow. Yeah, we did that. Uh, we talked about that yeah, in the last it's, episode. But this is it, it all goes in hand with what yeah, I'm saying. I like, know, I'm just saying. Like, you can't, I don't know, whatever. But shout out to Tad Gable. I'm with it. Um, yeah. uh, I'm with it. Like, I think things come with time and there's an opportunity to make it all happen. And it's not like he's taking L's that made it not. It's not like, see, what I like what they did with them is they've always been somewhat prominent. They always get an opportunity to kill it on TV, even mm-hmm. if they're going to lose. And they could have been two things. They could have been the acclaimed when it got a title run and then got they the kibosh it. put on their whole fucking run. Mm-hmm. So now where is the acclaimed? Yeah, they had a fucking match on the pay-per-view for the trios belts that don't mean anything. Sure. No, whatever. But where are they? They should have never lost those titles. Now the fucking, you know, it's the same thing that you see that happened with Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm. You know, you're building them up. You gave them a title, take it off immediately. And uh, now where's, title. where's Hobbs? You're going to be on collision. Hobbs was in a random fucking... He's all of a sudden in QT Marshall's group. You're going to be in collision. Yeah. Him. He will be, but doing what? No, I'm just saying. He's going to be in collision. You got no choice. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing with me. Um, I don't know, man. So I feel like... So SmackDown, um, just because we're getting long in the tooth. SmackDown mm-hmm. happened. You said, <laughs> it happened. You said something pissed you off on yeah, SmackDown. Bro, why... Why is it every time we get a new champion, the first fucking challenger is always Charlotte Flair? Wow. You went. I apologize. That, but it angers me, bro. Like, at, literally every single time we get a new woman's champion, her fucking music hits. When they're like, oh, who's going to be the first challenger? Homie? She'll be gone for months, bro. And she just shows up and gets a fucking title shot. I mean, Charlotte Flair. I don't care, yo. I'm tired <laughs> of watching Charlotte Flair. I am too, she, to an extent. All I know is Oscar needs to get her lick back for that WrestleMania shit. I, I know that much. I think all that's going to happen is you're going to get a match at the... I think it's one of those things where you have to get... They have to have a match? They just have to have a match for Oscar, and they're not ready to set up a few, so her just beating Charlotte right quick might be the way to go. I don't think it's going to be right quick. I'm, I know they're going to put on a banger. They will, because Charlotte is really good. Yes, the problem with Charlotte is she's too good. She's too good to demote. That's the problem. That's the she's problem. She's always in the fucking title picture. Too big to fail. That's yeah. the problem when you're too when you're so much better than everybody. Like, like, I know people are tired of her or whatever, but like you can't deny that she's like Yeah, I will one hundred percent I I will admit that. She like is, if wrestling she is damn good. At this point, you'll just put her with the men. Like I don't know. At this, yeah, at, at some point you're gonna have that issue with Rhea. Yeah. You're going to have Rhea's that issue. Another one, yeah. When you have people to, that's too good, they have to always be in the title picture. And that's the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. In general, that I find with, like, women's wrestling is, like, they have one title. Mm-hmm. Well, two in WWE. But, like, they have title feuds. They don't have feuds that aren't for the titles. Mm. 
They don't have. There's not many of those. There's mm-hmm. some like mm-hmm. the Becky and um, Trish feud, which mm-hmm. is surprisingly good for some. Really reason. good. I wasn't expecting that to be that good, but it's really good. I don't think anybody was. No, yeah. even people were praising their match at Injetta because it was like that is a grudge match. That's Yo, because how you play it off. You, you didn't see it, right? No, nah, I missed that. I, I Yo, came in right after. Nah, I would suggest you go back and watch it because that shit looked like they were really fighting. No, I heard that. I, yeah, I, like, even fucking Jim Cornette was like praising it. Nah, Trish and and Becky did their thing on that one. They both looked like they were just because like fighting. They both understand psychology, bro. Yeah. Like a lot of these girls in in uh, in newer girls. Nah, go ahead, say it. No, I was gonna say that. Nah, go um, ahead, say it. But a lot of these newer. Go ahead, say it. A lot of these. Okay, AEW, whatever. Uh, the the problem with AEW is I don't think they really understand psychology too well, and they they gonna come can, for you in the, in the comments. So so be it. I don't think they understand psychology too well in the mat in the fact that they're not. How do I explain it? Like some of the shit, they just they don't know how to make certain things. Like their women's division is kind of like not booked well. Mm. Everything feels all over the place. The things that should make sense don't really make sense when you look at it as a whole scope of things. So what they did with this feud was they started it with Trish and Lita getting these belts for no reason. Everybody's like, this doesn't make sense. And you wasn't expecting that turn. Becky and Lita. Yeah, yeah, Becky and Lita. Uh, and Trish was just there, but you yeah. wasn't expecting that. And nobody was expecting At Trish no to point turn. did you think Trish would turn. Yeah. What AEW does is they do these, like they'll bring Hikaru Shida to fake turn for a moment that doesn't matter mm. like she comes off she's like i'm gonna be with the green girls and then she doesn't and then the green girl the girl they come in and spray paint those girls i'm the like green girls like what the fuck is going on that whole convoluted ass shit didn't make sense so it ruined whatever moment that was it would have been actually better if she really turned at that moment you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the turn comes out of nowhere they telling the psychology i'm mad at you bitch you know, they're setting this up, and I think the payoff in the long run is Tr- uh, Lita coming back from her injury. And taking and, Trish out. And taking Trish out to finally put the needle in the coffin. I feel like that's the payoff that they're looking for. Maybe. Um, I hope it's not a match with them two again, <laughs> but just something where there's a payoff to that. But that's really good. Um, yeah, but Charlotte's too good, bro. She's too good. And the problem is, is again, if wrestling was real, Right? Like, if wrestling was 100% real and all the wins and losses were, like, real things. It is real. Okay, yes. <laughs> if wins and losses were not predetermined, right? Um, Charlotte would be having a match with Roman. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, she wouldn't lose. Nah. Like, there's no... Who on the roster... I mean, like, let's talk about believable shit. Like, who would really... Like, who would beat her? I mean, maybe Ronda, because Ronda actually knows how to kill somebody. Ronda would still be champion. Yeah, so, like Ronda so. would have never lost the belt if this was like because she's maybe Shayna would have gave her a little bit of work because Ronda she lost when she got punched in the face. Yeah, all it takes. Yeah, so maybe Shayna would have been able to get. But like, if we're talking in the scope of like things we can believe, I actually like that they have them as attack champions. I know you don't like Ronda, but that is a good move for them because it keeps her away from the title. Yeah, it keeps her away from the title, but then and it gives Shayna Baszler something to do where she could showcase herself a little bit. Yeah. And it sets up an effic- in a, 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 every tag team that gets put together breaks up eventually. So it sets <laughs> up a few. There's a predetermined feud there. Yeah, At some point, Shane is probably going to have a face turn yeah, and yeah, and yeah. turn on Ronda. And that might Good. be, that'll be a great that'll match. Be, that'll be amazing. That'll be a great match. And yeah, I think. Then we can get Ronda up out of here. <laughs> you hate yeah, Ronda. Keep it, bro, she needs to go. I don't, I don't hate Ronda. But I get already. it. Um, 
so yeah, that so Charlotte's back. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's gonna get the belt. I think Oscar beats her, that, bro. I, I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna pull into that well again. I think. Nah, but you know how they are, bro. But they did unveil a new belt. They did. I mean, they had to because the Raw Women's Champion is on fucking SmackDown. The SmackDown Women's Champion. So does that mean Rhea has the? The women's heavyweight championship? I don't know how it works. Like, because they were both where the the belts were named after the shows, right? The yeah, women's the Raw belts. Women's Champion and the SmackDown the, Women's the, Champion. The, the other main titles weren't really named after no, the shows. No, it was just Universal and, and the heavyweight the WWE title. So it makes sense that what they did with the new belt that they gave Roman and then Seth getting a new belt. Um, that makes sense. Um ending the legacy, starting a new one. It all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um they essentially did that. On with the new woman's belt, but I don't like the belt that Rhea has is a SmackDown. She's she got drafted to SmackDown, right? No, she's a Raw wrestler. Yeah, she's on Raw, but so, she. So they know. need to. Figure I guess they're just out. gonna rename the belt. Yeah, they're definitely gonna rename it. Um. But yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, I I just I don't think they're gonna take it off of her and give it to me. Charlotte. Um, because then you run into the problem is like, well, what's next? <laughs> so and then I know they were teasing. Bless you. Megan. The EO thing with Oscar, I think it'd be better not to jump into that immediately. Not to jump into that immediately, but we definitely want to see it. Like we want to see it. Don't jump into it immediately. I wouldn't actually mind this. EO wins money in the bank. Oscar mm -hmm. beats Charlotte in a hard-fought battle. Mm -hmm. EO cashes in. EO mm -hmm. gets the belt. Mm. I'll be fine with Oscar losing at that point. Then they feud. I think. I think this is what's gonna happen. I think EO gets the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh -huh. Hard-fought match between Asuka Charlotte. Asuka retains. EO comes in to cash in. Bailey costs her the cash in. Mm, I can see that. Then that sets up Bailey-EO splitting because yes. Dakota isn't here. They finally break up damage Dakota's control. Hurt? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she tore ACL. So oh, she's that's out for, right. That's yeah, right. She's out for a while. Yeah, so at least a year. Yeah. So, well, six months to a year or something yeah, like that. Speedy recovery. Yeah. She listens. You know? Yeah, she tweeted that she loves she the show. She tweeted that she loves the show. and uh, uh, Bailey loves it, too. And Bailey loves ass. it, too. You, wait, what? That, Whoa, that wow. rat is on, like, heroin. That shit's just been doing circles. Nah, that I'm bugging out. Like, it was just that, doing... Nah, that was nah, It's not really that big, but it was just doing circles. It was chasing its tail. I've never seen a, a, a rat do that. I think it's a dog, I think. All right. So, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to break up damage control. I'll be fine with that. I wouldn't yeah. mind an EO Bailey match. Yeah. Uh, I just think Bailey. I could watch her all day. So do I. Um, I wouldn't mind an EO Bailey match at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. You do it at SummerSlam. Wait. Yeah, you do it at SummerSlam. They, that's where they came back too, right? Yes. They came so, back at SummerSlam. We're writing for the E right now. Yeah. So like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that at SummerSlam. Also, it you can't always pull into the Oscar EO. Yeah, because the thing is, is that Cause if EO beats Bailey, she could just come back on Raw the following day and exactly. just be like, "Nah, bitch, don't forget, I'm here." Yeah. So, but Oscar yeah. is supposed to be a heel. Nobody's gonna boo Oscar. Nah, that should be nobody will boo Oscar. Well, here's the thing, though. I think they're gonna leave Oscar on SmackDown. She's a Raw wrestler, right? She's a, I believe so, but I think they're gonna leave her on SmackDown. Something tells me they're gonna. Science tells me that at some point they're going to just unify the women's belts. I'm not against that if they did that. 
I mean, they got like I, I'm not against it either. I, I don't know. Something tells me that they're going to unify them and they're going to use that new gold belt mm. to do it. But then again, like I don't know. It, it'll be interesting because I'm not sure if people care if there's two women's champions. Yeah. Because the women's rosters are big enough on both shows, but they don't showcase them like that. They don't. Um, I would like to see WWE just make a woman show. Give them an hour. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like they do. NXT is an hour, right? Or is it two? Two. Okay, it's two. Give them an, um, you can give them two hours. Yeah, I, but I, doubt, two. I doubt they'll give them two hours. Cut an hour of Raw. Right? Make Raw back to two hours. They give half. And pre-tape the woman's show. But the problem is you want the women on the men. See, I'm not fully for that because people have mentioned that about AEW too. They should just do a woman show. But I was like, no, but you want to see the women on the main show. Mm-hmm. Like, I I like seeing women on fucking Raw. Like, yeah. I like seeing Rhea on Raw. I don't want her relegated to her own show. That's why, that's why, to me, 205 Live was trash because it was – you never saw these people unless you watched yeah. 205, you know? So it's that type of thing. So uh, – Real quick, because this has been <laughs> it's been a fun long conversation. We, we always try to keep it short, but we always end up having too much fun. Yeah, this is a fun convo because we started going to stroll, stroll to memory lane, and I think that's what we want to you know tell you all. This is what we want to do. Um, real quick about AW, everybody <sighs> listening, you probably watched it. Blah 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 blah. I just got a couple things I want to talk about. Um, <sighs> two things. I already so, know one. MJF, we finally we figured out who's his next opponent. Mm-hmm. It's Adam Cole. Baby. Um, I'm not the biggest Adam Cole AEW fan. I think uh I don't know. I don't think AEW has showcased him showcased him properly. Mm. Um if we're being quite fair with it. So mm-hmm. he, I've never taken him as a serious competitor since he's gotten there. Cause they they gave him the old, the Owen Hart thing or <laughs> whatever, but like that shit. He seemed to walk around with it. He did. They did for like a show or two, and they're like, "No, nah, don't." Do I was that. like, "Don't do that," because there's already too many belts on the show. Should have never been a belt. But um, MJF comes out. Mm-hmm. He's like, he don't have no competition, and, and you know it's all about the bull. Adam Cole comes out. Um, MJF, I love MJF. If I was a wrestler, mm. I'd fucking hate him. <laughs> and the reason why I would hate him is he does not play fair. Nope. He does not play fair because he, like, he blurs the line between work and real way too much. Mm. So I feel like, you know, he there was a Vince McMahon name drop mm-hmm. in his promo. Um, and he used the same, he used the same lines that Cole used on Karrion Cross when they had a feud. I did not know that. Yeah. When when MJF says, you know how they make MJF look cool? Yeah. They just ring the freaking bell. That's exactly what Cole said to Karrion Cross when he came into NXT when they were like feuding. Oh. Because like Cross and they had the, the face-to-face. That's fire. And Cole and Cole was like, they gave you everything, the lights, the entrance, the girl. You know how they make Adam Cole special? They ring the bell. And that That's everybody fire. was like, yo, at that point, Cross is done. So yeah. the fact that MJF brought that back, brought that back. Oh, that's somebody in, I saw on Twitter, they were like, "Yo, carry your cross is tight right now." I'd be tight too. <laughs> I don't know if he's tight. I don't nah, know. No, but they're man. like, "Yo, he's laughing dumb hard at Adam Cole." Like, no, nah, you know how it feels, bitch. Yeah, and the thing is, here, here's here's his problem. Here's here's the issue. I don't have an issue with it, whatever, because he was saying he he basically spitted out every opinion I've had of Adam Cole since he showed up in AEW. Yes, I know, and. 
a lot of people got mad because MJF's just spitting spitting internet wrestling opinions. I'm like, bro, those opinions are valid critiques. Mm -hmm. And I think them being valid critiques is what hits y'all in their crawl so much. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's valid to say, Mm -hmm. yo, Adam Cole is a lot smaller now because I watched some of the, I watched him, I watched the last match he did with Gargano because I, I would sporadically tune into some of the mm-hmm. NXT stuff mm-hmm. when somebody told me like, you might have to see this, right? So I watched him and Gargano and Which he, one? Uh, the last one. At, uh, in the Barclay? I believe so. Oh, that was a good one. It was a really good match. Um, he was bigger. In, in the NXT. Yeah, uh, he was bigger. He had more size to him. He had color. He was, like, tanned. Now he's, like, really thin and, 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 and like, pale. Like, he doesn't look, like, that's the problem. Like, I don't think AEW forces him to work out. Doesn't. So he doesn't, like, he he just sits around. He looks like he sits around all day playing video games. Like, like, like that's a valid critique. Like, I'm supposed to believe that you're going to be my world champion. You need to fucking look like it. Like, I'm sorry. That's It is what it is, bro. Like, you can't... Bro, I, as much as flack as I give Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy looks like he's like 60 pounds heavier than Adam Cole. Yeah. Orange Cassidy is way bigger than Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he's not big. Like, Adam Cole... Like, Britt Baker looks bigger than him. She ain't got the cheeks like that. But standing next to him, she looks like she got the... She looks like Jade Cargill. <laughs> Standing next to any other regular woman. Like, it's crazy to me. And it's like, I want to... I didn't even know it was going to rain. Me um, I want to, like, I want to be more into it. But, like, we need to, like, not ignore that. And he doesn't play fair, MJF, because he's, like, outlining all this shit. And it's all real. And then when it's Cole's turn, people said that the interaction was good. But when it was Cole's turn, he really didn't have anything to say other than the one thing about, oh, well, your wife left you. Oh, your fiance left you. Oh, oh, and oh, you must be juicing. Okay, sure. I I juice to get MJF's body <laughs> when when he was work because he's in the Carrie Von Eric movie or whatever the Von Erichs movie. He's gonna be in there, and he was acting, and he had to put on he had to put on a little bit of muscle. He looks fucking great. This newly this new body he got added to what he is as a character. Like, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. So it's like Cole's retorts weren't even like, I was like, all right, so what? That's the thing that, like, and then NJS reaction was like a little too much for it because it just came off weird to me. Like, that, I don't, I don't think the segment was as good as I thought it would, should have been. And I think part of it is because all of MJF shit is mad true and it makes you feel like, yeah, maybe Cole shouldn't be in this position if you're a person that like sees the argument, you know what I mean? Like that's, I see it like that. Cause I, I, at no point, I don't think the Jericho match is a reason for why Cole should be the next contender for the belt. Yeah. Cause they, you know, they completely abandoned their ranking system, which is whatever. But like, I don't yeah. think that match tells me that, I, oh, I need to see Cole in the title feud. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was one of those weird moments for me. Yeah. And then at the same time, it's kind of like, MJF is in this weird spot that he really does. When he says he don't have competition, he really doesn't because they haven't, they don't. They haven't built anybody. No, there's like nobody. Like they wasted four feuds in this Pillars match. I don't want to see any one of the motherfuckers back in a match with MJF anytime soon. And they wasted four feuds. Yes, Darby and MJF have a really good match because they've done it already. Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to see that feud right now. I don't. So it's one of those like weird things over there. So I don't know. What do you think? I enjoyed this segment. Uh, I do agree it could have been a little bit better. Because, again, I'm, I got hip to cold NXT, yeah. Undisputed Era. They showcased them perfectly. And then when they came up, like, for Survivor Series, yeah, you they Cole was tiny, but he felt like a big fucking deal. He felt like a star. Like, yeah. he really went up against Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. Yeah, no. Like, no problem. Come on. That's just not him right now. That's not him right now. He's not him right now. He's had two bad matches with Jericho. Yes. He got outshined by Roderick Strong. Mm. It is what it is. Uh, Roderick Strong came in. And funny, he hasn't been on the, he's not on the show now. Mm -hmm. He came in, you debuted him to help with this feud and at this moment to, for him to disappear. But he had some really strong showings. Yeah. And he looks more physically imposing than, than, than Cole. I think that's the issue. Like he doesn't, like, bro, I think people be like, oh, it's so old school to think that his body is this and that you're shaming him. Like, no, it's a matter of believability, bro. Like. At some point, you, like, yeah, we had to fucking suspend belief that fucking Rey Mysterio <laughs> can be Big Show, Brock Lesnar, and Mark Henry or whatever in the fuck one that night. Much, In one night. Yes, you got to do a lot of suspension of belief. But at the same time, like, not everybody's fucking Rey Mysterio. Like, Rey Mysterio is a special case. Half of the AEW roster is Rey Mysterio. Like, <laughs> like let's just... You know, like, it's, it's, you don't, I feel like if you want to be world champion, there's something attached to it, and the look is 100% important. Not for everybody, because you have guys like Mick Foley or whatever, mm -hmm. but he never had, he, I think his total time as champion was like 40 days, mm. both fronts. Mm. I think it was like a total of 40 days. Might have been even been less than that. Like, you, this is the face of your company, mm. and unfortunately, in my opinion, so I was at Adam Cole's debut. Yeah. You were with me. Well, AEW Nork. That was his first match. Well, that was his yes, first match? that was his debut. His debut match. Damn. Because he debuted at the pay-per-view. We were at the next Dynamite after that. Oh, shit. And we were at that. Wow. The fucking fans went. Damn, I don't even remember that. They went shit crazy for him coming in. He, uh, I can't remember who he wrestled that night. Um, I really don't remember, but that was a debut match. We were at that. And I was like, I noticed it that night. I was like, was he always this small? Yes, Trent. He's always been that small. No, he's smaller now, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, was he, oh, like, what I'm saying at that no, night. I know. I'm just. That night, it, it hit me when I saw him in, in the ring, and I was like, something ain't right here. Like, he does, he just looks small. Like, 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 he looks way too small. His head is all big and shit. He does have a very big head. It's because his body is so little. He has a very little body. He looks crazy in ring gear. Like, he's so frail almost looking. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, I that's why I said MGFs. Like, it almost doesn't feel fair. Dude, shaming this man right now. No, nah, I'm not shaming him. I'm just I saying. I know. Having fun? Very much. I just do this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. 
It's not rude. Don't worry about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I don't I just, know. I have fits where I just want to play the game. I Time see. to play the game. Um, yeah, no, it's not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, so it, I feel like it's not fair on MJF's part a little bit because it's like for any fan like me that really feels his critiques are fi- fairly valid, mm-hmm. you completely buried him. Yeah. Like completely. And, and I know that's his job as the heel champion mm-hmm. to kind of bury your opponent, but it was like too real. Like he's like, oh, you should. It was so good. Yeah, I, I like, believed it too much. Nah, it was it was like legit real. He was like, yo, they didn't even trust you, nigga. Like they didn't they knew you couldn't be more than that. You know what I mean? And you know what's funny? I'd argue. Then my man even said the tagline. He said, and that is undisputed. I was like, Damn. And he mentioned that he was supposed to be Keith Lee's manager or whatever yep. that story was. Yep. Yep. Yo. Honestly, I think that would have been better for him and Keith Lee. Nah, man. Because he would have eventually broke out of that. It would have just put him on TV more. That shit and, was crazy. So another guy who's MJF, doesn't matter. Man. Yeah, MJF doesn't play for him, man. Mentioning it's, too good, man. it's almost too much though. Like he's always like a lot of the I've I've noticed I, so AEW fans, the hardcore ones, they hate WWE for whatever reason. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be the greatest thing ever that WWE does, and they're going to fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, we're just getting tired of the whole you're going to leave thing. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck when to tell he you. Does. You're going to miss him when he's gone. Because mm-hmm. I know he's going to get a bag that I don't think he's going to say no to. Because there's no reason unless Tony gives him a bigger bag, which I could see happening because Tony got it, money. But at the same time, come on. How much does he really draw, though? So that's the thing. Like their ratings don't ever change, but he's barely on the show. So I don't. I don't know what's going to go on with that. Yeah, I, don't I don't really. I don't think Cole should be the guy to get take away the belt. No, I don't think he's taking the. the I don't. I, I don't think so. However, it's like, well, do you? You're trying to build up Cole, and he's admitted like they did this too much already, bro. Like he already's had world title matches that he lost. Because I think that was one of his. Like he he jumped right into that, if I'm not mistaken, right? With who? Didn't he have a world title match like out the gate? Like when he came in? Nah. I don't remember his first feud, to be honest with you. Nah. He wasn't like to, like I could have sworn he had a world title match. Nah. He never had a match. He, he came in and I believe wasn't Paige the champion when he came in? Yeah, but I don't think they were. That was they were doing that undisputed elite shit. Oh, that's right. They did do that. That was annoying. But I think he had a title match though. Nah, he never title no, he match. He never title match? He never title match. Or maybe they just kind of made me feel like he was supposed well, to. Nah, but him. he was around them. Yeah, he was around. He was around them. But he was around the title because of yeah. Adam Page. But yeah, they were like, oh, I'm the better Adam. Like, you know, just like that. Well, and then he did get that concussion and took him out for almost a year. Yeah. So maybe he was on pace to have that. That's what I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. But, um... And he's even smaller and wider than he was before. But, uh, yeah, that's just that's the thing. It's almost not fair, and it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, that's the thing. It's a weird position because does, does he lose? Mm. The, like, you're giving. Well, the, we already know what's going to happen, Trent. Jericho's going to cost him the match. If that's what they do, I'm going to be so tired All of right, that. Like, well, I don't want to see more of that. Yeah, well, get ready for it. Like, Because it's coming. Because it is coming all right and the other thing i want to mention is one of the stupidest things i've ever seen in wrestling <laughs> the main event of that show was ricky starks and jay white mm-hmm. the ending of that match was fucking hilarious to me. when you pointed this out to me uh, wow yeah wow 
<laughs> so for those of you to watch the match, I'm pretty sure you saw the ending of the match. I'm not sure if people caught on to this. So the ending of that match was Ricky Starks picks up Jay White to do whatever maneuver. He spins him around Jay White's feet, hit the referee, and takes him out. Mm-hmm. The gun boys were under the ring, and they hit... Um, they hit they 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 were under the ring the whole match, and they snuck in the ring and did the three ten to Yuma. Mm. That's the name of their move, right? The three ten. I believe Yuma so. Yeah. So they do I their finishing that. move on Ricky Starks for some reason, and then they sneak off, mm. and then Jay White pins him. Mm. So they oh, yeah, were Jay White hits a Blade Runner, and then, yeah, yeah. So then the referee magically wakes up because this is always how that happens. Yes. So the thing that was hilarious to me is. They were waiting under the ring for a moment. There was a mistake. Mm. That was an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. So they couldn't have planned when they were going to come in. Mm. So them waiting under the ring, they didn't create the distraction. The distraction was a straight-up accident in ring. Like, it was a straight-up accident. The the referee was too close to to the, the wrestlers, and he got taken out. And then they knew that that was when they would have to come out the ring. That, yeah. So that, mm. <laughs> mm. when you said that and I really thought about it, I was like, nah, it's they so fucked up on that one. Stupid, bro. And all you had to do is create a distraction to do it. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, my God. It was so stupid. And I don't understand the connection between the. I don't know. We'll probably we'll find out. We'll probably find out on Wednesday, but oh, even then, Wednesday. maybe we don't find out on Wednesday. We'll find out on Collision. Exactly. And that's because the thing. Because Saturday, next week, Saturday is the first episode. Yes, and the main event. Are you ready? No. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's the problem. Greatest wrestler in the world. I don't think we're going to find out. Best in the world. It's not going to. It gonna just f- happened? We're going to find out. It just happened. It just happened, but they, I think that ter- it, it ended the feud with Ricky Starks and Jay White. Oh, so now Ricky's going to fight with the Ass Boys? Yeah, he's probably going to have a tag team partner and okay. fight the Ass Boys. Okay. Because that, because immediately. You think the Acclaim's going to let him borrow Daddy Ass? I don't fucking know. that. I don't want to see those people. With the, <laughs> the, I, don't, I just don't want to see it again. Like, no. Like, again, no. <laughs> but because uh, the, the, the main event for Collision was announced and it's going to be Samoa Joe. Jay White and um, Juice Robinson versus Punk and FDR. For what reason? We don't know, but it's happening. Reasons. Because uh, Tony picked a bunch of names out of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know what's Joe's involvement here. And Joe's close to Punk, so whatever. Yeah. We know I, Joe and Punk are cool in real life. I think what it is is Joe is like he just got done filming um, yeah. Twisted Metal. So he's like, I'm ready to do whatever. What's up? Yeah, and I guess Punk trusts Joe as his first to be in his first match back. I'm yeah. not sure if he trusts the other two because I don't think he's ever worked with any of those guys. No, nah, but I'm pretty sure so, that they'll be fine. So they'll be fine, whatever, I'm sure. Um, I think it'll be a solid match. I think FTR is going to do most of the wrestling. I think whenever you see um, Punk in the ring, it's going to be with Joe. Hot mostly. tag, yeah. Hot tag, maybe a couple of spots against Joe or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what they're going to do. It's just going to be a match to have, right? Yeah. It's probably going to be 30 minutes because everything is 30 minutes over yep. there. It's got to like be super competitive. Four commercial breaks and picture in picture. Fucking picture. And picture in picture. Scalabra would be way too excited to say that I, shit. He sucks. But <laughs> Oh, my God. He's really bad at it. Their announced team doesn't make sense. It's not good. I like, miss hearing JR not being excited to be there. JR's never doing anything. Yeah, he's only on fucking... 
uh, Rampage. Yeah, I don't know. Their announced team isn't good. <laughs> He's probably going to be on the announced team for Collision. I hope so. Um, <sighs> yeah, so that moment didn't make sense. And again, Ricky Shark, who was organically got hot, now really doesn't feel hot anymore. Yes, he was in the main event of Dynamite, but it just doesn't feel hot. That Dynamite's main event is never the the biggest moment of the show. Mm-hmm. They're so opening somewhere like in either the opening or in the middle. The opening or the nine o'clock hour. The main event because even ratings wise, they lose all their they start losing people towards the end of the show. So they don't they don't go up. They kind of go down. That's yeah. how the ratings go. Um, Are you talking about metrics right now? No, no, no. I just because I heard I've heard conversations mm. like it it, it kind of it just goes down. It's never like they're they're always in the same range, but the numbers go down as the show goes. Mm. Um, yeah, that and I don't know. Oh, <laughs> the fucking there's another thing that was stupid. Oh my god, the fucking Cassidy thing was stupid to me. <sighs> this didn't make sense. Cassidy's cool with the best friends. He gets jumped, and who saves him? Sting. Darby Allen, but the best friends were in gorilla position because their <laughs> match was next. <laughs> you blame Tony for that one. It's so stupid because you've told us that they're cool. Why wouldn't they come save Because them? Tony Khan said no. That's why. <laughs> they were like, no, 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 no. Let Sting do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I, look, I promised Julio that I wasn't going to go super hard. But I knew I, it was going to be impossible to. I've been good. You did. I was good today. All right, fine. I'll let it slide. All right. So, guys, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty long episode. But you know what? Jim Cornette gives you four fucking hours. That's crazy. <laughs> so, you got a little bit of us talking. We um, did half the time. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, uh, catch us next week. Mm-hmm. On your, on your favorite podcast. Same ring time. Same ring network. Yes. How if you hear me? I, I can't be training back. Okay. Let's go chat. Yeah, there we go. Let's right there. Chat. See, look. Let's go chat. All right, we got to figure out a name for you, bro. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Call me Trey Wyatt. Trey Wyatt? You're not for that. That's kind of fire. I'm not even going to hold you. Trey, Trey Wyatt? Wyatt? Yeah, that sounds right. I fuck with that. Trey Wyatt? Yeah, Trey Wyatt. Trey Wyatt. Right, it's me, your boy, Trey Wyatt. <laughs> Uncle Howdy. <laughs> that was me. I clearly missed the spot. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was yeah. Trin. Yeah. Oh, so I know. I got you, LA Knight. I'm NJ Knight. NJ. Yeah. No? I'll I'll let you have it. Okay, cool. I'll let you have it. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. But yeah. That's my guy right there. LA Knight. Shout out to him. Uh signing off. <laughs> yeah, it's your boy Julio Rivera, aka Razor Sasong. Uh yeah, man. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy the rest of y'all week. Whenever you're hearing this, uh, interact, yo. I'll be trying to have conversations. Not necessarily on Twitter. You can hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah. hit me up on Twitter. If Trim I'm not talking on, sneakers, I'll talk about it. Trim me on Twitter. I'll be there all day. I'm going to have to hit you on, on the Twitter sphere, like talk about wrestling so we can get some discourse going. Yeah. So you can follow me on Twitter at, at Air Max Trend, A-I-R-M-A-X-T-R-I-N. You can follow me on Twitter at Silver Spoon Spick. The description in the. <laughs> it's in the subscription. It's in the subscription. It's in the description. It's in the descriptions, <laughs> and you know I, I I have it in there. Yeah. Uh yeah man, boop. 
We out. Money, money, money. Money. Peace.